1: Welcome to Flashback Fridays. I'm your narrator, David K. Montoya. All right, kids, before we get into the time machine, let me explain what Flashback Fridays is. Um, we have recorded almost 280 podcasts since the conception of the Jazo podcast. And for Fridays only, we've decided that we are going to kind of jump back and revisit those podcasts that people may have not known uh, that were out there or they're just new to the, the podcast and they haven't had an opportunity to listen to back episodes. Or you may be a fan of a particular show and you haven't listened to the other shows. And this gives an opportunity to, for those people, rather, uh, to hear other shows that they may have not listened to before. So, how we're going to do this is I actually have all of the episodes written down, put into a nice little bucket. And I am going to pull three tabs. And within these tabs have episode numbers and the show. And with whatever I pull is what we're going to listen to. All right, so let's go ahead and pull the very first episode for Flashback Fridays. And the first episode that we are going to listen to is... News, Views, and Reviews, Episode 26. And that was recorded July 31st of this year. And the segment title for the program is called Just More Crap. And the synopsis is, This week Reaper Rick updates the listeners about his health and where he stands with his cancer treatments. Afterward, he covers the news about former King of England Richard III and then, warning ladies, You're not going to like this. Rick discusses as to why we all have infatuation with poop. Alright, sit back and relax, and enjoy News, Views, and Reviews, Episode 26.
2: Hey everyone, welcome back. I am Reaper Rick, and unfortunately you are not. So, to start off the the show tonight, I just wanted to pass along some personal information. I did see my uh, oncologist last week, uh, got the CT results back, and while they were better than I expected, they did hold some surprises. At least my uh, chest CT came back in good shape, uh, there are no lymph nodes that are... Enlarged or anything. <clears throat> no tumors growing in my lungs or heart or anything. Um, the abdominal scan showed that most of the uh, lymph nodes which were enlarged years ago seem to have decreased in size, except the one in my uh, groin area, which is uh, about the size of a golf ball now. I mean, it's so big, it's painful. Um, There was also a lesion noted on my right hip bone, which could be from the cancer or it could be from something else. I'm still waiting on the bone scan which should uh, give a definitive answer about that. Also, my right kidney is pretty much atrophied. That means it's essentially useless. It's not working anymore. Um, But that kidney, uh, back in the 90s, I, I had a lot of kidney stones on that side. And at one point... A large stone uh, blocked the, the duct completely, and the ureter, um, you know, the kidney wasn't draining anything because a stone was blocking it, so another really exciting experience in my life was to have a uh, large tube stuck up my dick. And then a wire was put through the tube into my bladder and then up through the right ureter uh, all the way up to push the, the stone away from the, the duct opening so my kidney could drain. Uh, that stayed in there for a whole week. And... Uh, at the end of the wire was hanging down into my bladder, which was occasionally uncomfortable. Well, anyway, then a week later I had to have the same procedure done again, and this time the wire was removed. And then they put me on a table and had this machine pound on my lower back for 30 minutes, trying to break up the stone to make it easier to pass uh yeah so anyway that kidneys pretty much uh, jacked up gone no good and their repair me is still a stone in the kidney plus a cyst but since the kidneys not really working anymore it doesn't it doesn't matter and uh, so I think that was it for the for the CT. I've still got one enlarged lymph node, uh possible lesion on my hip bone, and a dead kidney. So, oh, yeah, wait. <laughs> there's, always, there's always more. However, <clears throat> but uh, I also got uh, my first series of injections uh, last week. Since uh, the uh, scan didn't show anything, you know, grossly unusual except for the the one lymph node, which we already knew about. He decided to just go with the injections again and wait a while and see if that does anything. So, it's basically the same medicine I've had twice before, but this time I have to get injections every month instead of every three months. And, um... Because it's a somewhat different type of medication. I had to have two injections at once instead of just the one. And uh, every other injection I've had. And I've, I've done, I did this once for two years and once for 18 months. Anyway, I always had those injections in my hip, you know. And they were, you know, moderately painful, and they hurt afterwards for a couple of days. But, uh, you know, this time they wanted to do the injections in my belly. My, my gut. You know, just like they give uh, rabies vaccine in the belly. So, okay, fine, you know, whatever. Um, yes, uh, they, uh, the shots were moderately painful. Not unbearable, but uh, after the shot, you know, the nurse says you might experience some bumps from the shot. I I was thinking, you know, like a little rash or something, some bumps, little bumps. No, what she meant was that the sites are going to swell up into this huge red lump about the size of a teacup. So now I have these two red humongous lumps on this out of my belly button. And, uh, they're quite sore. I have to keep putting ice packs on them. But, we'll see what happens in a month, and if they do anything good for me, then I guess it'll be worth it. Uh, okay, 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 we're done with that, I think. Um, <clears throat> you know, I, I, I realized that When, uh, you know, you pass somebody in the the hallway or uh, at work or, you know, outside of the street or something like that, and they go, hey, how you doing? Um, They don't really want to know how you're doing, you know, it's just a a courtesy comment. Um, It's just like in the old days when people would shake hands and they say, how do you do? And the answer is, was supposed to be just fine, thank you, how, how about you, and whatever, I'm just fine too, well, good for you. Um, so people, when they say, hi, how you doing, they don't expect you to stop and give them this long spiel about, you know, how your back is killing you and the sciatica keeps you awake at night and, you know, yada, yada, yada. Although, you know, I, I feel like I should really tell them something because they're saying, well, how, how are you? And I want to tell them, well, I feel like shit. And this is why, especially if I haven't seen them for a long time. Um, but you know, that is, that's not, uh, it's not the polite way to handle the situation. So I think the best thing to do when you run into somebody that you know or that you have a, a passing acquaintance with is just the uh, general uh, chin lift and hey, you know that's it. That's a statement. It's not a question. They don't they don't have to tell you anything. They don't expect to hear anything back from you. It's just a you know, chin lift and a hey. That's it. That's that's probably the safest way to uh, you know just somebody, in passing, you know, en passe, as they say in French, that's a chest term, but anyway, <clears throat> um, uh, none of this, uh, yeah, my back has been killing me, and my cancer is eating out my guts, but, <sighs> hey, that's it, just a hey, so, if you ever meet me anywhere, uh, don't be surprised if I just, you know, give the old chin lift and a, and a quick hey, and that should, that should do it. That should keep almost everybody happy, I think. <clears throat> well, in, um, in world news, I guess, the, uh, royal baby, uh, was born over a week ago now, and the last reports are that it's still a boy. So the uh, royal family can uh, relax now and really start looking forward to having another uh, kingly heir to the throne. And in other news, uh, Anthony Weiner is, you know, still in the news. uh, I don't know if anybody's really paying attention to this. It's it's so crazy. I don't know why anybody would, but it's on the news all the time, so, you know, he is an ex-Congressman who had to resign his seat because he was um, sending pictures of his wiener um, via text messaging, and I think he posted it on YouTube or something, sending it to, 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 you know, females that uh, apparently he was trying to impress or get to know, or whatever. And then uh, last week, someone asked him, you know, because there were some texting texting scandals that that came out. He had been apparently having sex over the the phone with a lady and sending pictures again, some of them before he quit his congressional seat, and apparently some afterwards as well. So he was asked, you know, how many women did you have this sexting uh, affair with? And he said, well, I think it was only two or three, you know, that was it. Well, two days later, turns out that even more uh, evidence came forward or came up, no pun intended, that uh, he actually did it more than just two or three times. And. When asked a little more pointedly in another interview, how many times he had done it, he says, well, it wasn't 50, it was maybe 10 or 12. So, anyway, I'm sure that uh, the guy is telling us the truth. It's not like he lied or anything before. And he is, after all, running for the uh, position of mayor of New York City, which is, uh, you know, one of the most... Uh, corrupt cities in the country. Um, so, who knows? Maybe the voters really want somebody that uh, they know is is already corrupt because they're sure they're going to be corrupt anyway, but they say they aren't. So, at least Weiner is being upfront about it and is lying about it, so they already know that he's a lying corrupt um, sex addict. So, what would he need in a governor? I'm sorry, mayor. At least the guys being more more or less honest about it now, finally. Um, But fortunately, I'm not in New York, so I don't really care. And let's see. Oh, right. And uh, something I was going to say last week about. uh, Presents for the, the prince, the English prince. I forgot about it. They should have action... I mean, hell, maybe they already do. I'm not over there, so I don't know. But They should have action figures of all the, the greatest kings and queens of England. You know, for kids to, to collect and play with. Um, like Henry VIII. Henry VIII. They could have a uh, skinny Henry when he, you know, first uh, took the throne, and then they could have a fat Henry when he got older and, uh, well, fat. Just like Elvis, you know, there's a skinny Elvis and a fat Elvis, so there was a skinny Henry and a fat Henry. And, you, and they could uh, make, you know, his, his wives as action figures too. And uh, Anne Boleyn could have a detachable head, Her figure because she was decapitated, you know. Um, But anyway, that's just a thought. I think that would be, you know, cool to have, even in this country, just to help uh, American kids know who some of the, the great English kings and queens were because it's history. And, well, I think it would be cool. Oh crap, you know what? I completely blew off something I was supposed to, uh, talk about at the beginning of the program. Uh, just forgot about it. So I'm gonna have to go back and, uh, do that up uh, before we go any further, okay? Any of you that have listened to me for the past, oh, six or seven podcasts, I guess, have, know that I've been trying to get, uh, beer and wine piped into the homes here instead, just because, you know, it's something I wanted to do for the people. And I've been running into, you know, problem after problem. And now it turns out that the the city says that it can't be done without a vote. They want the people to vote as to whether they want... uh, you know, beer and wine piped into their homes, so fine. Okay, what the people decide—that's that's cool. Well, the city also can't afford a special election just for for one uh, ballot initiative. So now we have to wait until the general election in November for, the, for it to be put on the ballot. <coughs> Excuse me. So um, this will be the last time you hear about this. Until at least October, you know, when I start uh, talking about it again. But in the meantime, anyone who lives here and is wondering, yeah, it's going to go on the ballot next next November. So you're just going to have to hang on until then. Okay. And uh, anyway, that was what I forgot. So in uh, other international news, something else came to my attention today. Uh, I'm sure many of you have heard of uh, Richard III. Uh, we're talking about English kings again now. Richard III. Well, you know what I need? <clears throat> I need my notes. Hang on a second. Why don't I get over here and get my notes? I mean, I'm a pretty clever kid, but I can't remember every goddamn thing. <clears throat> okay. Richard III. Uh, he was king of England uh, for only two years, actually. 1483 until 1485. He was born in 1452. Um, <clears throat> and, uh, Richard was originally the regent of England for a, uh, young prince who was uh, next in line for the throne but uh, a lot of people were not pleased with it you know they didn't like to have kids as kings because you know they, the kid just isn't kingly material so somehow through friends or people in Parliament or whatever, Um, The prince's mother, there were two princes, um, and, you know, the firstborn was supposed to be king, but he had a brother, a younger brother. Well, anyway, their mother, their mother's marriage to the former king was declared null and void, which meant that boys were no longer in line for the throne. And, you know, shit like that happened all the time in England. <laughs> just depended on who your friends were and how high up in society they were placed. Um, so Richard, as regent, became king in 1452. That wasn't his only problem, though. For years, the War of the Roses had been going on, and different factions um, trying to get their own people, you know, to the throne. Basically, it's just like uh, Republicans, Democrats here, but uh, they were different houses that wanted uh, their people on the throne. So, in 1485, Richard went out to do battle. <coughs> Excuse me. Richard went out to do battle at Bosworth Field, and it turns out he died. He was killed during the battle. Even though his men outnumbered the guys they were fighting, Richard was killed, and so his army dispersed. And uh, that was pretty much the end of the War of the Roses, and Richard was the last of the York family kings. Anyway, he was killed, so some of his uh, soldiers, people who were still fond of him, uh, took him off the field and he was buried in a uh, quiet service with probably only a few soldiers and maybe a couple of monks around because they didn't want to... their enemies to get hold of the body and, you know, desecrate it or whatever. So, for 500 years or more, no one knew where his body was because he was just buried on the, on the sly, I guess you could say. So in, uh, <coughs> excuse me again, uh, he was the last English king to die in battle. Richard was. And he was the first. No, I'm sorry, he was the first English king to die on English soil since uh, Harold II died in 1066 during the Battle of Hastings. And, well, anyway, um, but uh, in 2012, some archaeologists were uh, digging up the. Uh, uh, old Greyfriars Church, which is now in Leicester, Leicester, Leicester County, and uh, they found a body. Um, many people thought that it was Richard, but they they needed several months worth of. Actually, his body was found in 2012. Did I say that? Yeah, 2012. They needed several months of. Uh, DNA testing and whatnot to be sure, and sure enough in February of 2013 it was disclosed that uh, the body was of uh, Richard III, King of England, so I know that uh, it's very little to most of you, but uh, if you're a history freak, um, especially like English history, then, you know, it was pretty cool. 500 years ago was a pretty long time, especially if you consider that the United States just celebrated its uh, 200th
3: anniversary of 70, uh, 1976, 1776,
2: so I mean, uh, Richard went down 300 years before that, so anyway, that is Richard III, oh, wait a minute, what happened, I forgot something, <laughs> oh dear, excuse me. Um, but the princes. So anyway, um, Richard became king, but he realized that if the two princes were still alive, they would always be a threat to his uh, running the country, his being king. So for protection or something, princes were taken to the... Uh, Tower of London for safekeeping. problem is they were never seen again after that. And many historians believe that Richard had them killed there in the Tower to make sure that they never challenged his right to the throne. Okay, that was the other part of the story I wanted to tell you. And again, that is typical of English history with with the, the you know, uh, the throne is, is <clears throat> talked about. Uh, people killed their uncles and brothers and mothers and fathers and brothers and sisters. Anybody who stood in the way. Kings killed their wives. No, that was just a uh, bloodbath over there for the most part. But that's the way it works in a monarchy. Okay, good news. Um, Something else that happened to me recently, and I'm only bringing this up because it pissed me off so much. Um, oh, God. And this is something else I wanted to talk about. You know, how commercials, you know, piss me off sometimes. Well, on TV, right this second, is the goddamn commercial for Shark Week. Uh, Oh, my God, they just did it again. It's the one where they're lowering, lowering the seal from the pier into the water in this big sling, which is totally ridiculous, because that's not the way they return seals to water. But for this commercial, they're lowering the seal of this big canvas sling off the pier. And as it gets down close to the water, Great White jumps up and snatches him out of the sling. God, that's just so disgusting. And they're advertising Shark Week on Discovery Channel. I don't know why they have to go that way, but anyhow, I know it's fake, but it's still just bad. Okay, back to me. Um, three years ago when I had my, my my traffic accident, well, it wasn't my traffic accident, it was a rollover, but I lost my glasses at that time. Um. So for two weeks while I was in the hospital, I was pretty much blind because I didn't have glasses I could see out of. Um, When I finally got the rest of the stuff that was in my car, I had my old pair of glasses, which were at that time about three or four years old. Anyway, so I started wearing them. So for three years, I wore those glasses, and as the years rest, my eyesight got worse and I was still using glasses that were like six years old by this time last week. <laughs> so anyway, my mother decided that I should have new glasses. I'm, you know, here still taking care of her, helping her recover. So she went, she took me down to the place where she always gets her glasses. I'm not going to mention the name of the place because... Well, just because. And uh, anyway, I'm I'm on Medicare. I've been on disability, Medicare disability for years, and Medicare covers eyeglasses every two years. So the whole time, the whole 15 years that I was living down in the desert, I would go to uh, the same optometrist every two years, have my eyes checked. A new prescription for glasses and get new glasses. It would always cost me, you know, anywhere from you know 100 to 150 bucks, maybe 175, depending on the frames I got and what kind of additional crap I got with the glasses. <clears throat> and that's what I always paid. So we went down to this place over here. First of all, they wouldn't take Medicare as an insurance carrier. I guess, you know, possibly because, you know, 75 to 80% of their clientele are old people and they all have Medicare, um, and they don't want to give that. But it's not like they don't get paid back for it. It's insurance for Christ's sake. It's not a discount. They won't take Medicare, but they will take AAA. If you got a AAA card, you get a 30% discount. That's not insurance. That's just a discount. So, my mother had a AAA card, so we got the, well, we would have got a 30% discount, but that's only on frames, but they were having their 50% off sale on frames, so we got 50% off the frames, and uh, of course the only you know, the good frames start out at 200 bucks. you know, 200 bucks for three pieces of plastic, and one of those pieces has two holes in it, What a rip-off, but... I got the glasses and, you know, I had my eyes checked I've got a, a cataract forming in my left eye and a small group of penguins in my right eye or something, I don't know. But, um, so I had the eye test, I got my, you know, my lindos, my new prescription,
3: <coughs>
2: excuse me, and we got the glasses. Well, it turns out the glasses, you know, just the glasses themselves. $417 and then there's an $85 fee for the damn eye exam so it's like $500 fucking dollars $500 repair glasses well I can see again you know the glasses uh, the prescription is good I can see the world again which uh, I was having trouble with uh For the new glasses, but I still think that that was just outrageous. But what are you going to do? Okay, now I have to do a little bit of uh, you know company business. First of all, I have my own email now, reapervick at chaseaman dot com. So, if any listeners. have questions or comments or complaints? Uh, write me an email. Let me know what you think. If your emails are uh, intelligent at all, might read them on the air or you know put your name out there. So that's Reaper Rick. Call one word all lowercase letters at. J-A-Y-Z-O-M-O-N dot com. PaperRick at Jasonmon dot com. Go ahead and, uh, let me know what's going on out there. I mean, we had, uh, 13,000 downloads in just two days on Stitcher Radio alone for, uh, the second half of my, uh, Medieval Combat show. So I know that, uh, people are listening. Uh, And, you know, let me know what you think. Let me know what you would like to hear. Let me know what you don't like to hear. Just uh, let me know you're out there. Okay? ReaperRick at jjavon.com That'll get to me. Also, um, David has has mentioned that a number of people have Written to him and complained about the ads on the on the shows, the podcast, and um, I know they're I know they're annoying. They annoy me too. I hate ads, really. But um, what we do is not free. You know, I mean, we have to pay for equipment and uh, websites and time and uh, you know, we're just trying to recoup a little bit of the cost that uh, it it takes to run this, this company. We we put out six to seven podcasts a week. So uh, if you don't want to listen to the ads, can spend 99 cents and get a download, a premium download that doesn't have an ad in it, okay? So it's up to you um, 99 cents for no ads or free podcast with an ad in it. That, again, is up to you, okay? <clears throat> now, for the rest of the show, and I hate to do this because I don't like to, um, offend or, you know, lose any of my listeners, but the rest of the show, I have to do a disclaimer here that we're going to talk about some things that are probably more interesting to men than to women. So, I I just want to let the ladies listening uh, know ahead of time that, uh, They may find some of what we're going to be talking about here offensive, but I'm not doing it uh, to put anybody off. This is just something that, you know, it's a uh, subject that a lot of men are concerned with. Not too many women, though, and what I'm talking about, of course, is That's right. We're going to be talking about poop for a few minutes here. Uh, I know that uh, I've talked about South Park episodes before. One of the ones that just sent me into painful laughter was one where they were having contests to see who could dump the biggest poop. And, uh, I know the women are just, you know, scrunching up their faces and getting ready to shut the podcast off and everything, but men out there, I can see you, you're nodding your heads up and down, yes, you know what I'm talking about. Well, I always wondered why men had such a, an affinity with their poop. Why do men find it so intriguing? Whereas women will have, would rather have nothing to do with it at all. I mean, baby poop—that's one. that's one thing, as you know, they're they're babies. But uh, my wife, for instance, won't even look at her own poop, and she will never come in when I call her to look at one of mine, which I find, you know, dissatisfying to say the least. But what is it about? In the act of pooping, that men find so fascinating. Well, I didn't know, so I went to, I guess what you could call a uh, poop expert to find out. Um, what I have here is his book because I, I tried to get him on the show, but he, you know, he wanted airfare from Germany, and anyone put up a an hotel, and then he wanted to be, you know, fed and watered and stuff while he was here, and then he wanted money for actually appearing on the show, and well, we just don't have that kind of budget, or else, you know, the entire podcast would be commercials. But anyway, I have his book here, <clears throat> which is uh, why men are fascinated with now, that's the translation. I don't know what it actually was in German, but it's written by Ludwig von... What's this? Pooper Smack. Okay. That's probably a pin name. But, again, I was wondering why men are so fascinated with their own poop. Well, according to the book, um, in case you don't know this, Uh, the prostate, the man's prostate, is right up against the rectal wall and when uh, you poop, especially if it's a large poop, um, the poop, as it passes by the uh, prostate, it will uh, massage the prostate. And apparently, um, that little bit of massage, while you don't really notice it physically, your brain picks up on it, and your brain likes it. It's kind of like when uh, you're having sex and your partner sticks their finger up your butthole, during intercourse and uh massages the prostate uh your climax is um, longer and better and you enjoy it more well it's a few degrees down from that but each time you know you you pass a stool which is the you know technical term, name for poop stool, each time you pass a stool, you massage the prostate, and your body, your brain rather, picks up on that, and it feels good. So, from an early age, men associate pooping with the brain feeling good almost like little endorphins are are pumped into your brain when you poop. So men enjoy their time spent in the the royal bathroom on the throne, whatever you want to call it, uh, because it feels good. They like it. And Not only do they enjoy the act of uh, pooping, depositing a stool, pinching a loaf, whatever you want to call it, Uh, for some reason, many men find it fascinating to examine their stool, not with their hands or anything, but just, you know and I see men nodding their heads again yes they understand you look at it and you go wow I made that you know I mean women can have babies but I can make a five pound turd <clears throat> and uh, some of you may know this but I'm, I'm a vegetarian I've been a vegetarian for 42 years and typically vegetarians uh produce larger stools than people who aren't vegetarians. I have to admit that just recently, well in the past couple of months anyway, I produced some monster turds. And if you look at, well, you can't look at it, but in the book here it says that uh, many young men will you know take pictures of their specimens and they're quite proud of how large they are sounds a little bit kinky I know but uh, we're talking about something else so you know one of the some of the questions in the book say well when you uh, when you uh, what do you not excavate, but when you evacuate, when you evacuate and produce a large specimen, and you look at it, what is the first thing you think? Well, holy crap, that is a big turd. Well, once in a while, I even think, God, I wish I could, you know, keep that image because once you flush it, it's gone. You know, don't next time. But some, you know, young people. With take pictures and share them with each other and um, I've never known anyone to do that but some of the uh, uh, Master Blasters I've laid down lately I think uh, would deserve their picture picture being taken Um, recently I uh, dropped a at least 14 inch volume Tube. Um, and it was big around, thick, and you know, soft, but, but well formed. And uh, not too many days after that, I had a, a you know, bad stomach cramps and everything. I had a lot of loose stool. It wasn't diarrhea. It was just loose. It wasn't well formed. But there was like a huge, huge pile of it. And it not only filled up the bowl where the water is, you know, filled up the whole bowl and then came out of the water. About three inches, looked like a little volcano had formed under the ocean, you know. And here's this little island of poop all by itself. That was a massive dump. That was a big one. So, yeah, I mean men do that. They have this fascination with their 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 functions more so than women do, I guess. And there's uh, nothing women can do about it except ignore it, I suppose. But the book says it's completely normal. And uh, as long as you don't uh, reach in there and play with it with your hands, um, there's no harm in uh, being observant and keeping a record, diary, if you will, of your uh, prize possessions, your prize dumps. And uh, that's just what guys do. You know, some guys like to work on their cars, uh, some guys collect stuff. I collect stuff. But I think uh, most guys, regardless of what they do on the outside, on the inside, I mean, when they're inside their own home, they have things they do in the bathroom that are secretive. And uh, checking out your poop is one of those things. It's just something that guys do and they've always done and they always will do. Okay, sorry ladies, I I hope I didn't offend too many of you, but, you know, we have to cover the news regardless of how offensive it may be, so I think we're we're probably probably through with that type of uh, story, at least unless I get a lot of uh, feedback from it and people want to get into it even deeper oh, I can't really imagine that happening but whatever uh, you know this is all for the listeners so if you guys have uh, any anything you want to hear about complaints suggestions comments donations you know just send them in to me uh, Rick at jasonmon.com and uh, next week I'll be back with you again Hopefully with some more incisive information. Something that everyone can use. Alright? And in the meantime, everyone be careful out there. Well, I won't say it, but... Good night all.
1: Wow, that was a lot of shit talk. Literally. But a good episode always. And we will miss reaper Rick, around here at the json podcast and now
4: a word from our sponsors before 1971 a young s sadie burbank could only imagine a simple american life as a loving wife and mother that was her goal when she first married in 1959 at the age of 18 but with the wild social revolution of the 1960s Burbank's idea of a perfect life would quickly change as she left behind her family to begin a new existence of her own. Her journey would find her on a plane headed toward her new lover, Steve, who was halfway across the world, waiting her arrival in a small bush camp in the country of Liberia. Once there, Sadie is greeted with a fascinating strange world and plunges herself into the exotic land of the bush. less than six months later, Sadie would realize all was not as it seemed, and Steve was not the man she fell in love with. Burbank found herself desperately seeking escape from the camp and her lover as she raced back to Roberts Field Airport, literally running for her life. Based on an unbelievably true story by S. Sadie Burbank, Red Hill's
0: Are you looking for a new book, comic, or apparel from your favorite MythWorks or independent creators? Then you're in the right place. Introducing the all-new redesigned MythMart store. Now bigger, badder, better. Sign up and become a member and receive 10 to 50% off on selected items. Get the all-new Terry D. Shearer's Bloody Hell t-shirt, or non-members can pick up one of our e-books for only $4.95. Or go into the past and relive the 90s with MythWorks Comics Classics for $3.99. The new MythMart. Bigger. better, Better. Visit MythMart at www.mythworks.com MythMart. Or find us on Facebook for extra savings. Do you own a business or have an item you want to sling? Do you want a chance to reach potential customers? Do you want to make some extra cash? Then here's your chance. For $50, you can have a one-to-two-minute commercial featured on each of our shows for an entire month. With six shows a week, that's only $2.09 per podcast. Plus, for an extra $10, your item will be placed into MythMart. So sit back and relax as they handle all stages of transactions contact our ad department at info at jayzaman.com.
1: Okay, kids, moving right along. We're going to dive right back into our bucket, and we're going to find out... What episode do we have next in our little grab bag, Anenza? Get them all nice and mixed up here. Let's see. Good episode, good episode, good episode. Let's see. And let's see. Episode two for this is... Oh, okay. Here we go. Scene red episode... Four. Now this was December, th- Yeah, this was recording on December 17th, 2012 um, And this was actually still Part of our, our Seeing Red sibling rivalry And let's see The synopsis for this one is Dave, which is yours truly Rebecca and Aaron take a break from production To give us the late night edition Of Seeing Red sibling rivalry The trio covers everything In the world of video games Tech and much more. Alright, that sounds fun. Let's find out, because it's been a while. I don't really remember a whole lot about this episode. So let's all sit back, relax, and enjoy Seeing Red Sibling Rivalry number 4 Late Night here, only on Friday Flashback. Welcome to a late night edition to Sibling Rivalry. I'm David K. Montoya.
5: I'm Rebecca C. Lofgren. And
1: I'm Aaron owens Well, folks, it's currently 3.38 in the morning, and we are in the MythWorks main HQ. We are currently working on a few projects, one in particular that is getting ready to be released early next year. Uh, That's why we're up so late. And since we've got a little bit of downtime before we have to start production up again, uh, we decided to do a special late-night edition podcast. So, what have you guys been up to this week? I haven't seen you all week. I haven't talked to you.
5: I've just been sick, basically. Uh, I'm getting sick.
6: I feel it. She's contracting me over here.
1: Fortunately for me, folks, I'm feeling pretty good. <laughs> um, <laughs> the other, only than, one. other than being up, you know, since early yesterday morning, I'm feeling pretty good. I've uh, got a lot of things going on with the... Modcast as well as Mon. I'm going to go ahead and plug the end right now. So on 1210, which will actually be episode 3 that was the episode, last episode when I forgot where I was at um, we are going to be coming out with the end on a weekly basis for the next 16 weeks every Sunday we're going to put out a brand new story available for PDF and Kindle download completely free. But if you boys and girls out there aren't much into reading and you would prefer to listen to the story, we have now available an audio version of The End, which will be available same day, and it will be 99 cents. And again, that'll happen during episode 3 of Sibling Rivalry.
5: Yeah. (laughs) Wake
1: up! Also, folks, I wanted to bring up um, this week... Was the first week that we launched the Jazel Modcast Live. And I checked my email this morning, as of Sunday morning, and we have received 14,500 hits.
5: Which I think is pretty awesome.
1: It is. Unfortunately, it was all free. (laughs) So no money made this time around, but you know, there's always next week. So, you guys, when you hear this, realize that Christmas is just right around the corners, we have families we need to feed too. (laughs) (laughs) Don't make me grovel. So, we were talking about some things you know, what we are looking up in in the, the news. What were you just talking about with the news? About Mike Tyson?
7: Supposedly
6: Mike Tyson the reason that he got the tattoo that he got was it was basically an accident. It wasn't the tattoo that he originally wanted. He, for some reason, I don't know what the story is behind this. I, I need to look more deep, in-depth to the story, but he wanted to get hearts tattooed on his face instead of the tribal tattoo he has tattooed on his face. How
5: did he get that mistaken to, I don't know, it's weird. was he drunk?
6: No, he he wanted it. The, the, the dude that was going to take, the, or do the tattoo on him said he wouldn't do that. I wouldn't either. He wouldn't do hearts on it? No. He said uh, he wouldn't do hearts on his face at all. That's he see. He said he'd give him a week. And he'd come up with something new that he would like. And the first thing they showed him was the first thing that they wanted. And that's how I got the tattoo. I, I think number
1: one, I'm not a big advocate on facial tattoos.
5: Me either. I don't I don't like them.
1: Um, especially the the ladies with the stars that like outline their. I, I just yeah. I, I it's not my thing. You know, people out there may have them. Just not my thing. But for Mike Tyson, can you imagine Mike Tyson? Iron Mike Tyson walking into a ring with hearts on, on his face. face? <laughs> That's like, just knock out the hearts and just put a big bullseye. Exactly. Like, right there. Just hit me right there. Well, let's just
5: face it, he's been hit in the head so many times, he's not all there anymore. That's true. So,
6: swing, 20 swing, yeast.
1: Yes. <laughs> Uh, let's see, what else were we talking about in the news?
5: The Brad Pitt movie.
1: I guess, from what is being said, Brad Pitt...
5: He said that he didn't want to do the... What's the movie called?
1: Uh, Killing Them Softly. Killing
5: Killing Them Softly? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Killing Them Softly. He said that he didn't want to do that movie because it was his worst ever grossing movie that he's done so far. I think that's He's just saying that because it's the worst movie he's done so far. so
1: it's kind of covered his butt.
5: Yeah, like, I didn't really want to do this movie. Well, he didn't have to do it. He's got plenty of money, you know?
1: yeah. And and how much did it make?
6: It only made seven million at the box office.
1: I would be happy with one. Right. I would be happy with one half. Of
5: yeah, million. but you know, they, they had to think of like how all the people they had to pay to make because when that's that's their gross money that they've made. They had to pay Brad Pitt to make the movie. They had to pay all the stars. They probably didn't make anything.
1: Right. They might actually have lost something. Yeah. yeah they'd,
5: they had to have. They did. Because Brad Pitt's one of the, like a top star. He probably makes. He probably charges a lot to do movies. He probably
1: charges half of that.
5: <laughs> yeah, not more.
1: Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me none. Uh, let's see what's going on in my world. Uh, just working on the book. You know the world of myth. <laughs> um, the the last issue of the world of myth is supposed to come out this month. Yeah. And then sometime next year we are going into actual magazine print form. So that's that's taking a lot of my time. Um, at this point, I'm just waiting for Sarah Basore, a.k.a. Sarah St. John, to send me in. You know the story, so I can start yeah. putting up the website. Yeah. And Terry Sheer, unfortunately, I, I'm very sad to say, has given me notice that after almost 10 years of loyalty, hard work, um, he's calling it a career, and he's going to retire from MythWorks.
5: You will be missed
1: Terry I know you listen to these and this sincerely comes from the bottom of my heart I want to thank you for everything I want to thank you for what you've taught me um, I, I want to thank you for your friendship and things will not ever be the same with without you and I, I just I can't really say what I feel Yeah, because the man was the guiding force. Now I know he's gone on and he's written. You know, he said, "Well, Dave's the one that comes up with the ideas," but without Terry, without the editing, we wouldn't have produced never the quality of stuff that we've done. Mm -hmm. So we love you, and we wish you the best of luck. I know we'll still see you around. Once in a while, we'll, we'll talk with you. But Terry D. Shearer is, is going to be gone after January 1st. Yep. It's kind of hard to believe. Um, he will be doing a final issue of Herodica, which that did make me happy. Yeah. Um, he's going to do the special Yule version of Herodica. And then he's he's calling it you know quits. And then as much like as the World of Myth, Herodica is going to be going into a print Form as well yeah. so there's a lot of things happening during this time um you can go to neither the world of myth because it'll probably be up by the time this comes out the world of myth and Herodica. there's going to be a special state of the company address which i wrote explaining what we're going to do as a company coming next year yeah um One of the big things for me is I'm still seeking a replacement for myself as the CEO. And I I know a lot of I've I've gotten a lot of not so kind feedback from people. Yeah. Just because I've I've been there, I've I've been behind MythWorks for so long. But honestly folks, I think it's just at the point now where it's time to give someone someone with some new ideas.
5: A chance, yeah. A
1: chance. And I, I really enjoy doing what I do here at the Jaiselmon Productions. So I, I think it's only fair. Because this is, this is where my passion is right now. I yeah. really love doing podcasting. So I, I, I enjoy doing that. I enjoy the fact that I'm sitting down and I'm writing new serials you know, again. So it would be unfair for everybody else that follows MythWorks if I'm caught up with Jaiselmon. Yeah. So that's kind of my decision why I'm stepping down. After twenty plus years as the CEO, Uh, let's see what else we got. We've got one of the things that we're going to be doing with MythWorks the next year is we're going to be taking all our books, and not only are we going to be putting them, you know, with the PDF downloads so like the Nooks and the e-readers can read them, but we've have a contract and we're going to be putting all our books on
5: Amazon. Right on Amazon. Yes. So you can read them on the Kindle.
1: Yes. And also, we are going to be doing audiobooks as well. We're going yeah. to take all the books. I don't know how we're going to do your book, though, to be honest with you. Because I can have someone, you know, read the poetry. I can have someone read the story at the end, but there's that big chunk of artwork yeah. that's... You know, it, it, there's no translation to work. Yeah. To, you know, unless you have someone saying, Okay, this one is a painting of a fairy. She's you could use, a you could use the
5: artwork for... Like, I don't know. I think can, can you, like, layer them with the... With the poems or whatever or no? How do you mean? Like have the image and the thing being read, the poem being read? Oh, I don't know.
1: I'll have to look into that. But that's another thing that we're doing uh, for next year. There's a lot of stuff, new stuff, that I want to get into next year that we've not done before. I want to take the company, before I leave, I want to take it to the digital age. Yeah. I feel like we're missing out on something that we should be involved in right now so expect that what do you got going for christmas what are you guys doing christmas i don't know yet <laughs> christmas just a week away um i'm not sure what i know we're gonna have a dinner so i, I don't know if i I don't know if, if
5: we're going to his mom's house or not yet to look at our schedules like yeah. not that we're gonna be at your house obviously
1: okay so of course we're gonna have we're gonna do like prime rib and I love primary references. And all the good fixings. It's
5: my favorite. I
6: can't even think about fear right now.
1: <laughs> Aaron has a touch of the stomach flu, and he's being a champ. He's he's here with us, and and he's doing the, the recordings with us. And, and though he's not feeling well, he he's much whiter than he normally is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and not putting in too much feedback in that, but I appreciate you being here, you know, doing the podcast, because... It's, and I said this a while back. It's, although originally it was supposed to be Rebecca and I, mm. you've been since episode one, so now it's a trio. It just doesn't feel right without you. Yeah. So I appreciate you being <laughs> here.
6: I'm the keystone. <laughs> I'm the
5: keystone. It's the keystone.
6: So, let's see. Uh, is your Christmas shopping done? No. Not all... entirely, but we got most of the stuff that we needed. We got Christmas. a lot of stuff, but yeah. I still
5: have to buy stuff for like... Uh, I still gotta get Jaden something, and I gotta get Evangelina and Angelica something, and I'm done. And Mom, and I'm done.
1: Okay, well, by now, most of the listeners already know that Jaden is my son. Yes. So, you wanna explain who the other two are?
5: Um, Angelica and Evangelina are my goddaughters. Basically been in our life since they were born, so... Now I've made myself... I, ha- I have to buy them something for holiday, you know.
1: It, and... I have to bring this to the forefront because normally when we do a podcast at my house, my house, you know, you can't smoke inside. Yeah. So we actually take a break from podcasting. We, we pause the show. We go outside and have a cigarette, come back in. Here, you can smoke inside. Yeah. And, and I have to
6: say... It's one of the more relaxing... <laughs> the- <laughs> it is. I, I <laughs> like that. So I, I do like that. I just remembered something that I thought was all that of bullshit, but, I don't know if anybody is familiar with the Star Wars Battlefront franchise for video games or not. I'm not, but go ahead. The game was in production, you know, they released trailers on it, they released content about it, and you know, uh, the company that was making it, it, it was already 99% done. It just needed to be put through bug fixing and testing. And it was done. Then the company just shut it down completely. What? hmm Why? I mean, what was their cause? Is
5: it because they sold it? No. No?
6: It's because they didn't have enough funds.
5: For that last little bit of percent. Mm-hmm. Couldn't that, they get funding from somewhere? No.
1: Or? They, it, I You know why that is. I, I bet you I know why that is. And why is that? Because now... And we kind of mentioned <laughs> this before in one of the previous podcasts.
6: Yeah, the... the Lucas Films being purchased by Disney Right But I don't But, but
1: Lucas Films mm-hmm. Had the Lucas Interactive, right?
6: Yeah
1: What does Disney yeah. have? Lucas Interactive But okay. they also have Disney Interactive That's true So now They're probably going to take All that knowledge All that software use mm-hmm. it To
5: make Disney games
1: And put it out Yeah Make their own stuff. Speaking of
5: Disney's games, that that new Epic Mickey game too—it looks really good. I just had to throw that out there. I, I played the demo off of it, and I really, really enjoyed it.
1: Um, Jaden has that the new Kingdom Hearts yeah game for his uh, Nintendo three DS, and that's one of his favorite games. And I noticed that uh, Mickey's on there. Yeah, yeah. It's uh,
6: it's Kingdom Disney. Hearts is it's all it's Disney, Disney characters? No, no, no. It's all Disney characters. All Final Fantasy characters. Oh, really? Yes.
5: Oh, I didn't know that. Hmm. We're we're waiting for well we know it's never going to happen but yeah <laughs> we're dreaming for them to make a, a new Kingdom Hearts for the PlayStation 3 but or they or they a remake, yeah. or even like a HD remake cuz now they're taking a lot of PS2 games and they're HD remaking them for the PlayStation 3 like Final Fantasy 10 they're going to they're doing a remake of that but
1: mm-hmm.
5: we're hoping for Kingdom Hearts but we don't think it's ever going to happen <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: no what's and because I know you two are very big gamers yeah. What is the rumor that I, I've i heard quite a few times, and in fact this actually first started with Jade
6: and my son, that there's going to be a PS4? Yes, there's yeah. going to be a PS4. I was looking into it on the computer, and uh, And instead of DVDs, they're doing high def, right? They're doing Blu-ray?
3: Mm-mm.
6: No? They're not even doing... Well, they're going to be doing Blu-ray, but it's not going to be the same Blu-ray compatible.
5: PS3 already does Blu-rays.
6: Yeah. They're oh, all
5: they're all Blu-ray games. Yeah. But that's gonna be a, it's gonna be something else, isn't it? Yeah,
6: it's gonna be something completely different. It's gonna it's, it's gonna, gonna be ha- a
5: Blu-ray probably, but it's gonna be a Blu ray that's not compatible with the PlayStation 2 yeah. games.
6: It's gonna probably be like a uh, ultraviolet or something like that. Like a higher yeah. know, resolution. Because right now it's gonna uh the PlayStation 4 is gonna have the resolutions for fourteen forty P and IMAX. Wow. Mm. Yeah. Wow And it's going to have the. I don't know if anybody's familiar with the Wii U design where you have the controller in your hand. It has the screen in the middle. Yes, Jaden wants one. They're
5: going to do that for the PlayStation 4. Really? Yeah. Yep. It's funny because I remember like three years ago I was looking at something and it was. No, I was watching something, that G4. Mm -hmm. And it was called. Originally it was called the Wii Revolution. Revolution. The new Wii. Uh Wii U. And the remote control design that they had originally is completely different than the remote control design. You know how it's like a circular, like oval remote they have now for it. Yeah, right. Originally, it was just like a. Reg- it almost looked like an Xbox controller. Yeah, like an Xbox controller
6: with a screen. With on a,
5: it. a small screen.
6: Yeah.
5: Not like not that big. this screen is huge on the new Wii U. It was a small screen.
1: Oh really? Yeah, that's what
5: the, that's what they were going to do originally.
1: So they really had to turn up their
3: game.
5: Yeah, I I think the Wii U like, it's cool. But I don't think it's worth the money right now. Just, I mean, I like the idea, because it's basically the same as a Wii. Right. Mm-hmm. It has, has all... The games... I mean, they have their special games for it, because they go on that little screen. But you can play regular Wii games on it. It's basically a, a Wii that is on crack, kind of, you know? like it, Souped up. I like the fact that the controller, you can turn off your TV, mm. or you can turn it to cable. And you can still sit there and play the game on that controller.
1: So it's almost like a, a DS... And a, and a Wii a,
5: mix, basically. But you have to have your you have to have the actual system in order to play on the remote. Right. It's it's cool, I like it, but right now I mean I'm gonna buy one eventually, but right now I don't think it's worth the money. It's too similar to a Wii and that's,
6: that's how I feel about the PlayStation 4. They're gonna they're gonna release it for about four hundred to five hundred dollars.
5: Ooh. They always do that.
6: But here's the thing. It comes standard with three hundred and twenty gigabyte hard drive.
5: Which is good. Yeah. Because when the PlayStation 3 first came out...
6: It was an 80 gig and I bought it was, 80 gig. was $500 yeah. when it first came out.
5: <laughs> his is huge. You see mine? Mine is a slim. Uh huh. I bought mine last Christmas mm-hmm. and mine has 320? Yeah. 320 gigabytes. I paid $400 for mine but it was like a special edition and it came with a video game or whatever. It has way much more hard drive space than his and it's a lot smaller than his and his, he bought his when it first came out and it only had 80 gigs five hundred dollars, that's crazy. That
6: is crazy. Yeah. What year was that? Uh, let's okay. see, two thousand seven is when they released. It. I got mine in two thousand eight, which is when it was still new. Right. So, <laughs> uh, mine came with one game, but it it was no addition. It was a free game that came with it. And at The time it was more mo- Motor Storm. And I don't know if anybody's familiar with that. It's like a, it's like if you took ATV and, like, you know, uh... What's that game? MX. You know, where you got... Motors. the uh uh-huh. Yeah. But it's it's got all... It's got, like, motorcycles, ATVs... I never played that game before. Trucks, rally cars. It's cool. And you race them and stuff, and you can blow stuff up with it. It's pretty fun. I
5: like that the original PlayStation 3, you could play PlayStation 2 games. They took that out, of
6: course. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yep. of
5: course. Of course they took it out. They... That's what I like about the Nintendo. Nintendo franchise... Wii lets you play the GameCube games and the Wii games. Not even that. Look at the DS. Okay. In the Not DS the... you can play you can play the Game Boy Advance games and the DS games and the DS 3D ga- 3D games so the 3D... Me? Right. <laughs> 3 D- games. I can't say it 3DS. though. 3DS. There we go.
1: <laughs> because Jaden, like I said, Jaden has the 3DS. Mm-hmm. Um, and he can play... He actually has an old Game Boy Advance game. It's yeah. like Super Mario Kart or something. Yeah. That he's he's played. He can pop out the front and yeah. put it in. When I
5: had my, um, my DS have, like, the old Yoshi and the Pokemon, all that, you can play them in there. Just find the three, the Game Boy Advance games. Mm-hmm. And the 3DS lets you play the Game Boy Advance games, it lets you play the D- regular DS games and the 3DS games. But I like you, that about the Nintendo franchise, though, that they yeah. let you carry games it's, over.
6: It's completely backwards compatible in the way they make the, the designs for the system. But
5: the PlayStation... They're like, no, we're going to let you do it for the first time, but then you know what? We're going to lose money, so no, we're not going to let you do that anymore. Basically what they did.
6: Yeah, right. that's why they're remaking them on PlayStation Store. Yeah. And they're, they're re- re-releasing yeah. it at GameStop, so people can go back and buy the games.
5: for your Play- Well, you can even buy PlayStation 2's again now. Mm-hmm.
6: Well, it, you guys talking that make me think
1: I've seen it... When did I see this? It was a Facebook post, mm-hmm. and it showed the old Nintendo, and it said the reason why, you know, the... They haven't put the old Nintendo um, games onto the new Wii system. Yeah. is because they didn't want people my age to, like, start being unemployed and just become video game addicts. <laughs> yeah.
5: I have a... a <clears throat> when I first bought my GameCube, I got the... It came with a disc and it has four of the old Legend of Zelda games. It has the original, the second one, and then it has two that were on the... Um, the Nintendo 64.
6: Really? Yeah, mm-hmm.
5: I saw it somewhere, and I was like, I love it. I was, like, so excited about it. it the, but the ones for the regular Nintendo are super hard. I'm like, oh my god, I keep dying. Like, why is this so hard? It's just <laughs> know, little when pixels. You're,
6: when you're a kid, man, those things are so easy and fun. It's right, weird
5: man. though, like, the, it's it's harder to play the old game than it is to play the new game.
6: Yep. Well,
1: uh, what was it? Kirby's 25th anniversary came mm-hmm. out, And one of the games that you can play on there was the original Kirby game on the original Game Boy. Yeah. So on the screen, you have, it's, you know, unless you have a, a, you know, a box TV, you know, tube set. But we have, you know, widescreen TVs in our house. Yeah. So on each side of the widescreen is completely black. And in the middle
5: is is a little
1: (laughs) box. And it's still black and green. That's funny. I played that thing for at least three hours Jamie was so <laughs> irritated and he was like dad get off I want to play it I'm like no just a couple more you know? and you're thinking Game Boy yeah you know what can they do to make the game hard it was just Game Boy it was yeah. very simple that game was hard
5: yeah those older games are hard
1: and that's why I kept playing it because I couldn't beat a certain level yeah and like I know I can beat this level I've done it you know I did it like 20 something years ago I know I yeah. can do it now but yeah, he finally kicked me off.
6: Speaking of 20 years, did you guys know that PlayStation is over 20 years old now? Really? hmm
5: PlayStation 1 came out... Uh,
6: 1990... Eight,
5: 1980. 80? Mm-hmm. That would have made it... 30.
6: 32 years. Oh, no, yeah, you're right. It's
5: 1992. There. Yeah. Original PlayStation. I, had the, I remember playing the original PlayStation, and I was not impressed. I, I was like, I like Sega better.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I played... Um, and I don't know why I remember this game. Maybe it was the very first game that I played on yeah. PlayStation. It was Spiral the Dragon. Spiral the Dragon was one of my favorites.
5: That's one of the first games I played <laughs> on, too. And then J- Jack and Dexter, is that what it's called? Jack and Dexter? Yeah. Jack yeah. and Dex, isn't it? No, no it's Jack, Jack and Dexter. Dexter yeah. I played that game on the original PlayStation, too. And I played the Spiral Dragon.
1: Well, I played Spiral. Yeah. And... I was maybe 15-20 minutes into the game, Mm -hmm. I literally had to jump up and go puke in the bathroom. It just made me nauseated. Because I was so (laughs) used to... Okay, for me, it was early 80s, I had the Atari. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Then early 90s, I had uh, the NES, the original Nintendo system. Yeah, we had the original Nintendo system. And then mid-90s, I went to Sega Genesis.
5: No, we also had the... We had a Super Nintendo also. Did we yeah because I still have one of the games it was the Mario Brothers Super Nintendo
1: I don't remember But it, it. broke like right away
5: yeah we only had like two games for it we had the Mario for Super Nintendo we had something else and it broke I think you got it for Christmas or something like that or it was for both of us or something really yeah because I still have the game somewhere for it it's like it's because we have I have all the regular NES games mm-hmm. still mm-hmm. but it was the game that the NES the NES games shaped like this. Right. This one was like this and had the lines through it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I
5: still, I have the game from that still, but so
1: that's from the Super NES.
5: Yeah, the Super Nintendo. Wow. Yeah.
1: So okay, so let's we'll throw the Super Nintendo in the mix, yeah, and yeah. then we got the Sega Genesis. Yeah. From the Sega Genesis, I played one of our cousins' you know uh, first PlayStation. Yeah. So going from what was Sega Genesis, it was only what thirty-two bit. Yeah, or was it was it at that point sixty four bit? It was thirty two. It was thirty two bit because
6: yeah. in this Nintendo
1: sixty four that came out was sixty four bit. Yeah, right, right. Nintendo sixty four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So okay, so it was thirty two bit, and then how many bits was the first PS PS one? Um, I can't tell you. <laughs> well, it was a lot more. It was yeah, different. It was, yeah. Yeah. Because for one, you I remember what made me nauseated was I could literally do a whole three sixty.
6: That's <laughs> my grandma and my aunt have the same problem. They get they severe motion sickness when they see like games nowadays, because you can move around anywhere. Right. It's not just a slide game. Yeah, you're
5: just, not a, sliding across a screen. Yeah.
1: And see, that's what I was used to, and I think that's why I'm not that big of a game player now.
5: Yeah. Well,
1: maybe not so much because I have played you know the Wii's games, uh, you know, and you have full. 360 motion and, and that it made me sick. So maybe it was just the transition of moving from uh, what did you guys call it? You know where there's just one angle? Side scrolling. Side scrolling? Mm-hmm. Yeah. To a whole 360 degree is yeah. what kind of made me nauseous.
5: I remember, this is all subject, but I remember this. I remember for one year for Christmas when I was eight, because I had, I had the, the Sega mm-hmm. Genesis. And my mom bought me Tekken, and I remember this game, okay? You had to buy this certain thing that you stuck into your Sega Genesis in order to play this game. Do you remember that?
6: Yeah, the genie. What was
5: the genie? What was that about? I was all pissed off. I was like, I can't play this game. It doesn't because I didn't have that thing that you stick in there. My yeah. mom didn't know. She's like, I didn't know that. It was what. like an
6: add-on cartridge thing because the GameCube had the same thing. But
5: why? The GameCube never had
6: that. Yeah, dude. What? Uh, for certain games. There was this thing you would put on the bottom of it, and you put the it. Is thing that in. why my
5: GameCube wouldn't play certain games? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, when I had my GameCube, I, was, I would rent games. I'd be like, why won't this game play? It says it cannot play on this system. I'm like, what? Yeah.
1: I, I, I don't know. I, I've never figured that out, that you had to have...
5: When you buy a system, that should be it. There right. shouldn't be, like... I mean, I understand, like, like they have the motion sense. Synth- okay, that's different. Yeah, Yeah, I understand you have to buy that separately, but... When you buy a game, you shouldn't have to buy anything extra to play another a game for that system. That doesn't make sense to That's
6: me. That's what I'm saying. Cause I remember uh, some of the PS2 games. It was like it, at the time they weren't. Now it's all like downloadable content for yeah. like you know it's extra for games. But back in PS2, it, like I remember I was trying to play Dynasty Warriors, and my mom got me this game, and I told her I liked Dynasty Warriors. Okay?
5: Yeah.
6: And she got me this thing. She thought you know it, it would be a good game. Turns out I had to have the previous two to even play this game.
5: Yeah, I remember some of the the PlayStation 2s, they weren't compatible to certain games. Like, if they made a new PS2, you couldn't play some of the old PS2 games. Because they they have a PS2 Slim, it's like really tiny. Really? Mm -hmm. And that Slim, Mm -hmm. it wouldn't play a lot of the older PS2 games that played on the bigger PS2. Like, mine's a big PS2.
1: Right. You know, and you were talking about motion. You know that's really not... New
6: technology? No, I know. It's it's revamped technology for the users of today. Power Glove.
1: Hmm. remember? That yeah. was I. Do you remember having? Remember we had the Power Glove yeah. when we were kids, and that's what it was. Is it was all. No, did you ever play the
6: Power Glove? No. Nah, okay. I've seen it though. No, back in the day, they this was
5: before his time. You have to remember, he's five years younger than me.
6: <laughs> um, wasn't it an exoskeletal three three dimensional thing? <laughs> That's the way they portrayed it. Um, on it wasn't
5: that it wasn't that fabulous, but <laughs> no.
1: But the the thing was, is if you watch the commercial, it would be like they're moving their arm here and there and doing this and doing that. Yeah. But in reality, your your buttons were your fingers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every time you moved your finger. Neither, like, you moved your thumb, it would move up. You moved your index finger, it would move down. It's or almost left like or right. a keyboard. Right.
5: It was like a keyboard on your hand.
1: But still, that was
5: yeah motion. Yeah, yeah. it was.
1: So, I don't know why I had to bring that in, folks.
6: I, just, I
5: still think that, that the motion detection is getting, so like, like a lot better. Like, it's getting
6: S- awesome. Speaking of motion detection, I'm going to bring this back up again. But, the, uh, <laughs> the PlayStation 4 is going to have a built-in system I was telling Rebecca about this uh, yesterday yeah. it's going to have a built-in uh what was it facial recognition yeah. in it so I, I guess for you to go on to it and you know recognize your face or whatever or for certain games I guess it'll have that so you can be your character in a game well, let's just say that this that is probably going to cool. cost $700 for this thing 800 if not more. <laughs>
5: 800 Sorry, 800 when it first comes out it's gonna be expensive.
1: It's it's interesting to see because I was sitting there, as you guys were talking, I, I was forgetting a couple things. Before we had the Atari, we had the pog. Really? Yes. You had the pog when you were younger? We had the pog and then Derek, who is a cousin of ours, gave us this was pre year birth. Yeah. Gave us the Commodore 64.
5: I never heard of that.
6: I heard of it.
1: It's it was like um, a disc operated computer type, type system. Mm-hmm. You just hook it to your TV and you can play games.
3: Oh. Mm-hmm.
1: So mm-hmm. going from POG to what they have now, yeah, it's it's really mind boggling. It's amazing of how far you know things have have just grown in technology. I mean. Think about thirty years ago. I, I know you weren't here thirty yeah. years ago, but I'm just saying, if we were here thirty years ago, we could not be doing this right now. Nope, Mm-mm.
5: we wouldn't. It wouldn't do exist. Anything. Yeah.
1: Or if we really wanted to, you know, the the new iPhones, I guess, have this high definition camera yeah. that people are actually going out. I seen this uh, on, I think it was Yahoo or MSN News or something. You know, they're actually shooting movies They might be crappy movies, but the film quality is good. Yeah. You can't do that. You know, well, you can do it today, but I mean, you yeah. could do it 30 years ago. So technology is just really blooming.
5: This has that same camera in you it. You can
1: get a, uh, was is it?
5: Isn't this the same camera as the iPhone?
1: Yeah. You can get a, um... Hold on just for a second. Um, what Rebecca's pointing at is she just purchased a brand new iPod, right?
5: Yeah, iPod Touch 4th Gen.
1: So it's got the high it has,
5: def- a, it has a front and a rear camera on it. And I think the rear camera is a high-definition camera.
1: That just, that blows my mind. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead,
6: Eric. Uh, you can actually purchase lenses for your phone.
5: Really? hmm How do you put them on?
6: It's, uh, it's, I guess... Like a slide-over kind of thing? Yeah. It, you put it over it and you hold it like like that and you have your phone or whatever and I guess it's plugged into your phone somehow.
5: Oh, that's
6: cool, but you can get a professional grade lens for your camera, for your iPhone. Well, right see, here. I'm
1: I'm feeling very left out on the Apple technology, <laughs> because you know both of you guys got Apple products. Yeah. Sadie's got that brand new Apple laptop.
5: I want an Apple laptop, so I love I love Apple. Like most people are like really anti Apple. Yeah. But their laptops, if once you have an Apple laptop, it's amazing.
1: Did you know that that laptop had Bose speakers? It has both speakers and a Sony screen Wow uh, I was just like and, I want to
5: fix my my, my Apple Ugh. It's still good, it just needs a new battery But I don't even know if you can buy the battery anymore
1: But I, I was Like, she handed it to me You yeah. know, just to check out <laughs> was, oh.
5: Yeah, and I was like
1: handling, <laughs> And I was having such a nerdgasm I was like, oh
5: How much did you pay for it? Three grand oh, wow. That's not bad That isn't bad
6: was it a MacBook Pro? Mm hmm. Yeah. Those are top of the line. <laughs>
1: so, what I'm going to do is because everybody around me is, is becoming Apple oriented. Mm-hmm. Now, when I was your age, I was very much an Apple head.
6: Yeah.
1: My very first computer was a,
6: Macintosh. was
1: a Macintosh LC3. Yeah.
5: But the one that you gave me, the little crappy one you had to put a floppy disk in.
1: No, that was actually my second computer. Okay. Even though the other one was newer, that was my second computer. The one I gave you was the the original classic.
5: Okay, yeah, that was my first computer.
1: And that was a disk operated system.
5: All I could do on it was paint and like a pot, like this game that goes. Ding, ding. Yeah. That's all you could do on it.
1: Um. So it's been a while. No, that's not true. In 2000, I did when the iMac came out, the yeah. new iMac, not the new ones of today, but yeah, back in 2000 when they
5: were new. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> when they had the funky shape. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and the, the c the transparent. Those were cool looking. Um, yeah. I did purchase, you know, a setup for that. I remember when they had those in school, man. Yeah. And I remember because I I, I bought that. I bought a fiber optic printer, a digital scanner, and a hub. And mind you, this is 2000. hmm I actually ordered it in 99, but it got there in 2000. <laughs> so just that setup, and again... 12 almost 13 years ago that cost me
6: what was it like six thousand dollars damn now you can get all that stuff out of yard sale yeah, yeah. <laughs> for like a hundred dollars
1: so i'm kind of dragging this out and i don't mean to um i'm planning on my next upgrade to phones yeah i plan on getting a new iphone Though so,
5: I wouldn't though, say Get an iPhone I wouldn't say either Because my phone Is the best phone There is right now What and
6: phone that's do not you have just, That's not just Being one sided This is yeah. This is statistically, statistically
5: My phone yeah. The Galaxy 3 From Samsung uh-huh. Is the best phone There is right now You can look on the internet Everywhere It's the best phone It's the most versatile phone It's way better Than an iPhone
6: The iPhone is basically if you, <laughs> if you want all the stuff That you want to purchase
5: I say an iPhone Is a rich person's phone Yeah Because it's a really good phone It mm-hmm. is but you have to pay for everything for your iPhone.
1: Nothing's yeah. free. Nothing's nope. free. As to where like an Android what, app yes, is free. Yes,
5: Android has tons of free apps. And my phone, my you my phone is like the, it says it's the most versatile phone there is right now.
1: And see, my thing is is I made the mistake, and I I do say it was a mistake when the the droid, the Motorola droid came out before yeah. any other Android phones. Motorola droid came out. I spent $800... To buy that phone. To buy that phone. Yeah. And, what, it only lasts... It didn't even
6: last a full year, did it? No, it does It didn't.
5: <laughs> it's because that say. was the beginning stages. Yeah. I mean, now droids come a lot farther. Because the Apple technology is a lot older than the droid technology. Now the
6: droids are just... They're out... The they're, whole screen is... It's like a, a tablet,
5: almost. They're, I think that droid is outdoing Apple now. Like, for phones. Yeah. Speaking
1: of tablets... What's up with this new Windows
6: eight that I keep seeing on the commercial? It's a
5: ta- it's a tablet software.
6: It's a tablet and a well you can get desktops that are completely touch screen now too. Well, because I
1: I'm seeing on the commercial, you know, that they're they're hooking up keyboards to their tablets and whatnot.
5: Yeah, it's because the Windows eight is a is a it's a touch screen tablet, it's like the operating system.
1: So is that gonna be the next evolution of computers? Yep. Is yeah. the tablets with keyboards?
6: Yeah. They also have a, what was it? Laser keyboards, yeah. Mm-hmm. What's that?
5: It's you, like a little laser. You set side. it out and yeah. it projects to the it projects all the keys and you just touch them.
6: Oh, like Iron Man, yeah. Yep. Those are real, oh. yep. yeah, really. Yes, you can get them on that site that I was telling you about. Uh, it's called com. Yeah,
5: say it again yeah. so the, the this people is can hear why it. hmm yeah. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> It has that website is awesome. If you're a nerd, if you like anything nerdy or like le- electronic wise, you love that website.
1: Mm-hmm. I personally have to get updated. Well, I have a new laptop. You know, we're we're running off of your your what is this Sony Vaio? Sony Sony Vaio
5: gaming laptop. It's, it's my baby.
1: Because <laughs> because again, you know, we're here. Yeah. And normally we're at my house recording, so. Um, we're using a different laptop this time around. But I have a, a brand new Toshiba satellite. I do... I like Toshibas. I do. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I need a tablet. Yeah. Just because... You need to be I'm, mobile. I'm always going and doing something. Yeah. That's just me.
5: My, my problem is like... Okay, like I have a tablet. I have an iPod touch. You have a tablet? Yes. Yeah. I've had it for a long time. It's a...
6: It's a little small crappy...
5: It's not... Cr- I mean, it, it does... It goes on the internet. You can get apps on it. It does, yeah. it does what it needs to do. It's nothing special. Yeah. It's a cheap one. Is but it like, like
6: a tablet slash e-reader kind
1: of thing?
5: No, it's a tablet. Oh. I mean, it's a full functional tablet, but... The whole thing is, like, to me, like... I have all these electronics, but it's like... I, fi- I find they all do the same thing. <laughs> it's like...
6: Yeah, it's like, why do you want to get something... I mean, depending on what it does... Precisely like say iPods you're on the go. IPODs are main they were meant
5: for music. For music. I right. use mine for music. I mean yeah. to me my iPod does the same thing my phone does.
1: I still have my iPod mini.
5: Yeah. It's still uh, out have, in the garage. We have four iPods. We're I have an iPod we have both I have iPod Touch fourth gen. He's iPod touch third gen. Cracked. I have iPod <laughs> Nano third gen. And then we have the iPod Nano second gen. So second gen iPod mm-hmm. Nano.
1: Well, the one I'm talking about had the. It the was black the fat and, one. Huh? Yeah, it was a black and white, and you couldn't play movies on it. It was just yes. for music. Yeah. Yeah. That's...
5: God, the old i the old ass iPods, the huge ones. I like that thick. Chris had one of those. Oh. Like God. Green. It was like, it's like, what is this thing? Yeah, it's like, like a, a cell rock. phone. You're yeah. Right. But I don't know. Like I want a, I want an uh, iPad. Like, I don't care if it costs for the apps. I want an iPad because those things look just amazing to me.
1: One of the things that I want, like an iPad or, or you know, a, a tablet, mm-hmm. is because, for example, I'm trying to get our shows out to everybody
3: yeah.
1: on midnight. Yeah. And say I'm working at the hospital on midnight. Yeah. I can't pull out my phone and do the HTML no. off my phone. I just,
6: I can't.
5: Tablet, you can, though. It's a big one. Right. I just, I love i iPad see, so bad. They're so big and awesome.
6: I've, I've heard, well, I haven't heard because I haven't heard anything, but I've seen on the internet that the best running tablet right now is called the Nexus 7, I believe. Yeah.
5: Like, I've that, seen that. It's a big, it's pretty big, isn't it?
6: Yeah. And who makes that?
1: I think it's, uh, Android. Yeah. Or something like that.
5: It's, it's an Android software, I know that. Yeah.
1: No, doesn't Google own Android or?
6: Mm-mm. No. Android, Android's its own company. Really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. It makes its own software that's why you see like uh, V smiles and stuff like that now that have Android technology. Yeah. Mhm.
5: Yeah, they have the V some of the v They have like the V-Smile tablets for kids. And they're a full functioning tablet for a child and they have the Android software on them. Really?
1: Yes. How much? Maybe I should $100. get $100. Really? Yeah. Maybe I should get that for Zoe. Mhm. Because she's constantly still in my Lacey's phone. Yeah. Fan.
5: It's a she'd like it and it's pretty big.
6: Yeah, it's it's like that big. Speaking
5: really? of since we're talking about technology and Apple and all that, I got him this um, turntable for Christmas. And you hook up your iPod or your iPad or your iPhone to it and you can do it through that
6: Did you get him like a a soundboard?
5: Yeah, it's it's a soundboard yes, turntable. It's,
6: it's about technically I'm going to go on my little nerd thing. Go right for now. it. <laughs> it's called a controller. Uh-huh. You have your controller like a for people that know what I'm talking about, the controller comes with two... It, not even CDJs. CDJs are from, uh... What's that company? Uh... Panasonic or something like that. You're, no, 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 not Panasonic. <sighs> I can't remember that. Anyway, a it, CDJ is basically, you can put your CDs in there. Like, burn CDs or whatever. Put them in there, and then you have your little, uh... Turn things. You can mix what you're doing up. You can cue, you can pause, you can, uh... Yeah, you do a bunch of stuff with it. You can record with it. My question is, is on Mondays,
1: can you... Well, we don't usually do it on Mondays. We do it on Sundays. Sundays. Can you bring it, hook it up to a laptop, and, and do yeah. the digital... Really? Mm-hmm.
5: He's not getting it until Christmas, so I told him it has to be... It has to, he has to have it wrapped <laughs> into the tree, because this thing was expensive. It wasn't and expensive.
6: It, it, I found the best deal on it. I'm gonna say that. It was expensive. <laughs> it was expensive, but I found the best deal it. got it for
5: it 40% off. Yeah. Okay, but it was
6: originally $320, $150. $79. 179. 79. Really? Mm-hmm.
5: And it's like, it's really cool. I think it was turntables or whatever, mixer, controller, whatever it is, it's cool yeah. looking. It's And it has like, you hook it up to your iPad, your iPhone, or your, or your mm-hmm. iPod. It's just something basic to now, start off. Now, is
1: it for Apple only? No,
5: no. You can hook it to the computer, can't you? Yeah, you
6: can hook it up to your computer. You can have speakers, microphones, all But if that.
5: you're, say like, this is just hypothetical, like if you were DJing or something like that, you could hook up your iPod and you could mix your music right there in front of people. That's cool. But you could also hook it to the computer and use it to edit stuff.
1: Yep. <sighs> well, you might be coming over more than just Sundays now. <laughs> 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 uh... Aaron and I, we, we took a trip earlier this morning. Can't say this evening. It was this morning. Yeah. And my goal for next year as far as recording and technology is I want to go past what we have, you know, just our little setup now. Mm. And I want to go into more of a professional setup. Do, how much do you think that would run? For we're the talking crane? We're talking to crane. Now, do we, would we have to
6: get new mics? Because these are expensive mics. Yeah, I don't think you would need to get new mics, um, if you did, because I know the cranes themselves can come with mics depending on which they purchase, uh, you would want to get a single crane, because you can go back and forth and move it. Also you can get, I think it might come with some headphones, I'm not sure on that. But, about, I don't know, you said these were about 80? A piece, yeah. So... For everything that we would probably want, just equipment-wise, would probably be $1,000 total. You guys out there need to
1: really start downloading the premium editions. <laughs> <laughs> so... Ooh. We've talked mainly tonight about technology, but I I need to deviate just a little bit for a moment, and then if we can segue back into the technology, I will. Mm. The listeners have been waiting for the poll results for a a month now. Oh, God. Um, In episode one, I, I made reference that Aaron and Alan Russo looked very similar. You told me to put a poll up in our forum, and that's what I did. And after a one-month time span, no, I'm sorry, one-week time span, Yeah. the results are in. 40% said, yes, you do look like Alan Russo. 40% said, eh, kind of. And then 20% said, no.
5: I was one of those voters for the no. <laughs> I'm going to say that right now. I only voted once, but... Okay, I will give you this. I can see where you can say kinda, like, there's a few things, kinda, but to say that he looks like him, I will absolutely say no. But I can kinda see, like, the hairline, maybe, and then this little, the little indent on the nose, but other than that, I don't see it. That's just my opinion. And I'm sticking to that forever till I die.
6: I told her I was just, because uh, I seen a picture of him too, and I, I was like, I'm not balding. <laughs> my hair is naturally thin, I'll say that right now. Um, well, you'd have to go to the form and look. Uh-huh. I showed it. The
1: question said, "Do you look like a younger version of Russo?"
5: I don't care, younger, older. He doesn't look like Russo. Okay, stop torturing me.
1: When I met Russo, Mm. he was he was like one year older than what you are now. He was only twenty years old. Really? When I met Russo, yeah. I've known Russo. He's thirty. No, he was nineteen when I met him. Because I've known him for almost 13 years. He's 32, so that had to make him...
5: 19. God.
1: I'm getting old, folks. (laughs) But anyway, that's the result, and I I just had to throw it out there.
6: But don't worry. With age comes wisdom, so... (laughs) I don't forget (laughs) about that. (laughs) Also with age, um, one of the things...
1: I'm kind of on the ropes with we actually started working on this project back in 2009 to have it ready by 2012 because we knew that 2012 was the 20th anniversary of MythWorks Um, again because of of Terry being sick with cancer and, and him not able to take on the heavy load that he had been doing we pushed a book aside and the book chronicles the entire 20 years every single project that we've ever done in the last 20 years is in this book. And I'm kind of hoping to have it ready by next year. I don't know who's going to do the editing at this point, yeah. but I would really like to get that book out. And it's called The Evolution of MythWorks. And it actually goes back... One of the things that I, I wanted to say also, while I'm thinking about this... In episode one, and obviously I'm saying a lot in episode one because I've spent hours, you know, (laughs) trying to fix the tracks because we spent hours in editing it. um, So I'm, you know, remembering all the stuff I talk about. When we were talking about a a point in in Aaron's life, I stopped him and I said, well, he's 19, I've been writing for 20 years. Mm. That's not correct. I started writing in 1990." So, technically, no, technically, I've been writing for almost 23 years because it's almost 2013. When you record here, you kind of have to think a little bit in advance because we're like four shows. When we record, four weeks later, Mm. the yeah, it'll come out. So, that's you kind of have to think about that way, too. So, I just wanted to clarify that up, too. Okay, let's segue back into electronics, because I could tell you guys really enjoyed that conversation.
5: I love electronics. That's my life. Electronics is the <laughs> world now. I mean, it know. is. I mean, that's just how everything... It's You don't have to leave your house anymore to have fun. You just sit at home with all the shit that you've bought with all your credit cards you can't afford to pay for, <laughs> and your life is <laughs> set.
1: You know, Lacey could absolutely vouch for that, because she tells me, she's like, All you do is on the computer... All I need to do in life is be on the computer. Is be on the computer. <laughs> on the computer. I can get everything done. Mhm. I can do my banking. I, if, if I wanted to, I could do my shopping, you know, yeah. my grocery shopping. Yeah. I can pay my bills online. Mm-hmm.
5: You can do everything online now. You can get takeout online. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can get all your food online. You can do everything you have to do that's essential to living online now.
1: Mm-hmm. See with Lace, you know, her thing is is she likes those um, Facebook games. Yeah. I just I can't do them.
6: OG's not
5: another I can't do those Facebook games. Okay, like, I'm the type of person, when I play a game, if I like it, I'm gonna play it for a while. Those Facebook games are like, okay, come back in five hours and your shit's gonna be done. I'm like, in five hours? Hell no! I ain't gonna play this shit, and then if you wanna do it right now, you have to pay for it. Right. No. I ain't gonna pay money for those stupid games. I'd rather pay $50 and go out and buy a game for my PlayStation than I can have forever.
6: Or one for your computer because yeah. you, you can even do stuff on your computer with that game that you cannot do on any other
5: console.
1: See, I've I've actually moved away from Facebook. I don't know if you guys noticed. I'm not on Facebook that I'm much. I'm hardly on
5: Facebook too. Yeah. Um,
1: I'm mainly on Twitter, mm-hmm. and I put out a, a, an email to you guys.
5: I saw it. Yeah. You
1: know that. You're I like, get Twitter. Yeah, because <laughs> I, I want to connect the whole unit, the whole Jazel Modcast unit in Twitter. Yeah. Because we now have a Jason Modcast Twitter page. Yeah. Um, my Twitter address is at David K Montoya. And you have
6: one, right? Yeah, it's it's <laughs> it's Rage at the Machine, but at the a, machine part if there's no A in it, so it'd just be Rage at the Machine. <laughs> <laughs> and I I did some checking. I
1: found one at the Girl of at Girl of Myth. Yeah. You're the only girl of myth I know, so that had to be yours.
5: I don't think I even have a Twitter. That's G- what I say.
1: G-U-R-L of M-Y-T-H.
5: I'll have to look this up, because I don't remember ever making a Twitter. I'm like anti-Twitter, but I guess I can't be anti-Twitter anymore, so...
1: So, that's what I'm, I'm working on. <laughs> I, I've. Not only you guys got the email, mm-hmm. I sent it to Sadie, I sent it to Larry, and you know i want to connect everybody like i was telling you earlier we're working really hard on bringing in some new programs okay. and while i'm thinking about it folks i'm going to put up a new poll i want to know because if not then i don't want to waste my time in this on sundays do you guys want to do like i i was thinking of calling it like sunday sunday sermons which is kind of a, a religious podcast for the religious viewers, or yeah. not viewers, but listeners. Yeah. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to put up a, a poll, and I'm going to take the poll from all of the listeners. I'm going to try to mention this on the other shows that I do this week as well, and I'm going to tell Larry to do it as well. Yeah. And if if it's a, a yay, then we'll seek into to doing it because I already know If I I set a mic in front of someone and we start talking religion, we're going to get her going. Yeah. I don't want to say no names yet because nothing's set in stone. Yeah. (laughs) So, but if if we, if you guys out there listen to it and you're like, okay, that's cool, you know, beats going to church, you know, you can get the same thing here, um, then we'll do it. If you guys say no, you know, we won't be listening to, then I won't even waste my time. Yeah. And I won't waste the funds to purchase more you know space yeah. <laughs> yeah. for more shows um, so we, we do we have a couple more shows that we're working on I did want to do one more show but I've decided that I think three shows a week is enough for me
3: yeah
1: it's it's taken me I'm still I still have my pauses and of course by the time you guys listen to this there won't be no pauses but I, I still pause. I still stumble over my words. So I'm, I'm getting there.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm a lot more relaxed. And I know you guys are a lot more relaxed than, you know, very first episode. Yeah. <sighs> See, like right now, folks, I just lost my train of thought. That <laughs> is you.
5: He's always losing his train of thought. So. Oh, I guess this is mine. Oh, okay.
1: We've got a verification. I don't know the password, though, <laughs> but. W- w- would you like to verify
5: Hmm. Oh, I just looked it up,
6: and for Twitter, she does have a Twitter. I do have a Twitter, but I don't... She, <laughs> as I was mentioning before with uh, with him in the car earlier this morning, I was like, she was telling me that she you know, she did have a Twitter at one time, but she... I told you that? Yeah. When did I tell...
5: I'm about to be losing my a mind. A while ago. I, I think it's... I don't know. Because you downloaded
6: know. Twitter on your phone.
5: I tried to make a Twitter, but it didn't work.
6: Yeah, because you already
1: had one. <laughs> well, what? see, I can't run... Twitter that well off my phone mm-hmm. because you know my phone's just a cheapie yeah
5: yeah. you need to get the Galaxy S3 I'm putting this out to everybody the phone is amazing
1: I, I still I kind of got my sights set on the iPhone I'm sorry
5: okay but I'm telling you the Galaxy S3 does more than the iPhone does
1: but I have confidence in the listeners what well,
5: does jailbreak it for you I,
1: I was trying <laughs> to not head that route but okay that works too um, so again we're going to segue Away from electronics And we're going to go back into another topic That I want to talk to Now you were just saying something about this new theater
5: Yeah well I don't know how new it is But so when the Silent Hill Came out, the 3D, the Revelations Right?
6: Mm-hmm.
5: I took one to see it for, we went on Halloween didn't we? Yes we did Okay. Because we didn't have anything to do on Halloween So we went to see that And the only place, because I had to go to school The only place that was showing it that was like a late enough time because we wanted to see it in 3D for sure. Right. Because like, we went and saw the Resident Evil in 3D and he, that was his first 3D movie. And really? Yeah. I took him to it. and Because so,
6: theaters in Las Vegas are so expensive. They
5: are. They're expensive over there. It cost, when we went and saw that it cost... Uh, $20 a piece almost. Almost $20 a piece to see it in 3D mm-hmm. in Vegas at the casino. At a... What casino was it? It was... Town.
6: Uh, no, Boulder Station.
5: Boulder Station. Wow. Yeah. Yep. So we went, we went over here and it said it was like a... It said... On the websites of the internet, it said uh, Cinemark XD. It said plush, plush, more comfortable chairs, a bigger screen, high quality sound. Like it was a way better, like ex- uh, experience of seeing a movie. So I like to go to the Ultra Chart usually, and they're mm. a because they're a discount theater. Their 3D movies are like eight dollars, something like that. Mm-hmm. Nine bucks. Nine bucks. We go over here, right? So we see the movie for 3D. It costs. $12 each. $12 each for 3D. Now, where is this at? At the mall. At the Mall of Victor Valley.
1: Okay, and that's...
5: And they only have one theater that's like this. It's...
1: So, it used to be the AMC Theater?
5: Yeah. That one? Yeah, it's called Cinemark XD now.
6: Really? Yeah. Okay.
5: And they have this one big theater, and they put whatever movie in there they want. So, we go in there, right? I paid $3 extra ticket for this. I
6: mm-hmm.
5: know, oh, 3D's more than $9. Their regular movie's $9. Yeah. To see a regular movie there, it's $9. Three dollars, like fifteen dollars. It's a three dollar upcharge for 3D, and it's a three dollar upcharge for the XD. Mm-hmm. So it cost it ended up costing me like thirty dollars for both to go. It was wow. expensive. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
5: Sit down. These chairs are the same size as every other theater's chairs, but they're leather, and they're hot and sweaty. Mm. Like I don't know, I think it's pleasant. They don't even move. They don't. Re- they don't really recline much, just a little bit. And the theater is maybe like five inches bigger on each side. The that, the screen.
1: That's it. Yeah, yeah, the
5: sound sound exactly the same to me.
1: So you could have spent less, <laughs> went to see a 3D and Xbox.
5: Yeah, or the same price to see a 3D and Xbox. They because they close at like nine o'clock at the right, Ultra right. Star. Because the Ultra Star, their theater has the that what's it called the something something sound it has like a special sound. It's always high definition sound. Right, it? right. In all their theaters in the yeah. Ultra Star. Well, this one has a special sound at theirs. It sounded the same as every other movie. It wasn't any bigger than any other movie, and I was like, "I was like, this is so disappointing." Like, I thought these chairs were gonna be like comfortable recliners, you know? Like, they made them sound so wonderful. Right. They're just regular chair, but they were leather instead of like the little soft stuff they cover them with the upholstery.
6: And just made them hot.
5: Yeah, basically, I was like, "This is a ripoff."
6: Not to mention the people that were in there. God, anyway, of course.
5: There was only like six people in there besides us, but they were all a family, so I guess they thought it would be cool to talk during the whole time. They weren't movie. even a
6: family. They were friends. There was there was like a group of friends, and there was like a family.
5: No, they were all together. They were really? just sitting in different places, yeah. Wow. But yeah, if you go to see an X- the Cinemark XD, I wouldn't recommend it because it's not worth the money. That's all I have to say.
1: Uh, I'm with you, Ultra Star. I've been to Ultra Star a few times. I, I really like. The theater, it's clean. Yeah, it's It's affordable. Affordable, climate control is very nice, it's never hot. Movies look great. Mm. It's the people. The sound sounds good. (laughs) Yeah. So, I'm definitely with you on that one.
5: I don't like the fact that their hours are... Like, they close at 9 o'clock. And not everybody can see movies at 9 o'clock, you know? And the fact that when you go there, the people that are watching the movie with you are very rude. I think it's because it's a discount theater. They figure they can do whatever the hell they want.
6: Oh, uh, they're not even getting to the we've, we've, we've
5: had lots of problems at that th- I've had lots of problems with people at that theater. But if, we, if you go at a late, late hour and there's nobody there, it's a really good experience. I like the Ultra Star.
1: The last time... Gosh, I don't remember. I remember the movie. It was Last Boy Scouts. Mm-hmm. And it was... Our cousin Pat and I... So we, we had to have been in high school. We were the only ones in the, the, the theater. mm
3: mm-hmm.
1: I remember that was the most I'd ever enjoyed a movie because it was just quiet. quiet. And And that's one of the reasons why I don't personally go to the movies that much. mm mm-hmm is because I want to number
6: one I'm spending the grip of money even if it's a discount you theater. want to get
5: into the movie you want to be like you're in the movie yeah like, you like, want
6: to be there at the movie you don't want to be there Cause like at mom and mom and Lacey
5: mom and Lacey right. got mad at us like we well, you guys should just ignore our people it's not that easy no its isn't I'm the type of person I get into the movie
1: Oh mm-hmm. well, yeah that's definitely. all
5: I see is the movie you know I don't talk to him I mean we might whisper a little bit but we don't talk talk so why does everybody else need to be talking
6: mind you Children doesn't matter how old. If, are we yeah, talking? doesn't matter how old. Well, not
5: even that. Children. These are t- these are like high school freshmen. You know. Yeah, they're June, like sophom- sophomore freshmen. Okay. They're not little kids.
6: I'm just gonna say children because they're not of age. Right, right. Okay. They need to be supervised.
5: If they can't act like, well, that's not true because when I was their age, I went to the theater by myself and I didn't act like an idiot. Yeah. If they can't act normal, then they do need to be supervised. They can't act, like, respectable. I agree with you. And speaking of being in the theater by yourself, I have to to say this real fast. I don't think I already told you about this, right? I think I probably did tell you, but when I went to the Winchester Theater and I was there by myself... No. When I was living in Santa Clara, you know by the Winchester Mystery House? Yeah, yeah. They have theaters, and they're old, and they're these giant pods, like... I don't know how many there is, but each pod has two screens in it, and it has two different theaters in each pod. They used to be used for like theater shows. It's huge. It has like balconies and stuff. It's humongous. Like they probably it probably seats like two hundred people.
1: That'd be cool.
5: I was in there by myself at twelve o'clock at night.
1: Was it kind of creepy?
5: Kind of creepy. I sat the way back, so my wall was against my back was like almost against the wall. I was scared to death. It was pitch black dark in there, and I was by myself watching Morning Glory. And I was like, <laughs> and then this the this guy comes in. He, I didn't know he worked for the theater. He comes in, he like sits behind me. And I'm like, oh my god! Like this is halfway during the movie, and then he got up and I saw that he had like the uniform uh-huh. on. And I was like, Whew. but that was that was scary. That was a scary experience. It was a cool theater though.
1: Well, the time when the Last Boy Scouts came out, which yeah. was in the '90s, yeah to today, mm-hmm. you know, environment where we live, it was much different, it was much safer back then mm. to, to now.
5: Yeah, everything was safer back then to now.
1: Alright folks, we gave you a, a nice little hour of technology, T- technology talk, how about that?
5: Technological talk.
1: Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I was saying that in my head and we've kind of rambled about you know, the projects that we're working on uh, some possible new shows go to jazelmon.com slash the end to check out my writing like I said it's totally free if you want to read the, you know, what I've written and 99 cents for the audio again, trying to keep it cheap yeah go to Starbucks and buy something for 99 cents that you enjoy I'll just leave it at that. Exactly. So I'm David K. Montoya.
5: I'm Rebecca C. Lofgren. And I'm Aaron Illich.
1: You know, sometimes I forget how much I can just ramble and ramble and ramble and not shut up, and then it leads off into other things, and I can really ramble, can't I? Well, I hope you all like that. That was Seeing Red's Sibling Rivalry episode number four, um, and like I said, that was recorded last year. That was just like... That was the first month of the Jasel Modcast. We were just getting really warmed up to the whole podcasting situation. All right, kids. This is our number three. So let's find out what will be our third episode for this week. And come on, good episode, good episode. Maybe after this, people don't really want to listen to me, but let's see what happens. And we have, let's see. Oh. Let's see, what do we got? Oh, there's a double. Let's see. Have to drop the first one. And we have... The Movie Madhouse Special Number 1. Oh, that's a good one. Okay, so this one is from August... August 7th, 2013... And this one is all about animation, the animated comic special. Mike, Rob, and Jason get together to talk comic books, animated features, and suggest suggestions from the listener. Alright, well, personally, this is one of my favorite podcasts to listen to. So, everybody sit back and relax and enjoy the first special from the movie Madhouse. Here, this week only, on Flashback Fridays. See you when the show's done.
7: Enjoy! Welcome to a special edition episode of the Movie Madhouse. I'm Jason Bechard. Oh, uh, I'm Mike Lutz.
8: And I'm Rob Bellamy. And this is uh, something that kind of came up on us kind of a surprise. It was a, an email
7: suggestion. To who? To... This one's for you, dre Dog. Hey. (laughs) Andre, as you requested, we are going to discuss the Marvel slash DC comic book animated features. Yeah.
8: And my understanding is, actually, let me break into my notes here real quick. Um, According to everything that I've seen so far, Batman Mask of the Phantasm was the very first animated feature that was uh, put out. Yeah, and that was in 1993. Yeah, but it was a classic. Yeah, I said I said I having a hard time recalling it, but uh, said going going through the recent um, list of the movies, it was um, DC has been number one. I'm I'm thinking with the uh, with the animated
7: features. Yeah, I mentioned that a few weeks ago um, that Marvel's doing great with their actual feature films, but the animated features is all DC.
9: I got to jump on you there too. The first one was actually Marvel 1980 Dracula sovereign of the damned. I've never even heard of that. No. Yes. Hmm. And then it jumps to 2006. Yeah. So, I said the, uh, yeah. <laughs>
8: they they took a break. A <laughs> long break. Yeah. Because yeah, the, uh, the Marvel, the Marvel features have been kind of uh Soft, I guess you could say it when it comes to when you're comparing it to the uh, the DC. Oh yeah, De-
7: definitely.
9: I find DC, uh, DC is the Xbox, where Marvel is the Nintendo.
7: Yeah, yeah. In that, the animated features, yes, yes, that's a good analogy, definitely. Well,
8: you said you're looking at the um, the uh, the anim- the uh, the features, and DC has. Um, Quite a toolbox, but they 've gone to the Batman wall ten different times when but it, it but it doesn 't matter people love batman oh, I 'm I'm, I'm not disparaging them for going <laughs> to the Batman wall because they said more Batman stories is fine by me, but they said when you looked at it, it when you break it all down to the uh, to the features you got Batman 's got ten titles you got Superman with five then Next is the uh, the Justice League, with four titles,
7: which includes, of
8: course, Batman and Superman in them. Absolutely. So you so said they're not going to go too much too much a stream with that. Um, then you have two Green Lantern movies and one Wonder Woman movie. Plus, like I didn't count the uh, the two
7: Batman Superman. Apocalypse, okay, and, uh, and public enemy. But in that list, do you have the showcases, the uh, like the short features that were like ahead of the? I think it was Wonder Woman had the uh, showcase of the Spectre. See, this would be all animated films. The show,
9: the yes. short ones are animated shorts. Yeah, so you're They're in I, a different category. Yeah, I'm not.
8: No, I'm not looking at the the okay. shorts. part. I was looking at the. Uh, the titles of the the features themselves, sure. So, actually, um, the Teen Titans were in there too. Uh, Teen Titans. Yeah, there was one Teen Titans one. There yeah. was. Yeah, Trouble, there was uh, Trouble, Trouble in Tokyo,
7: Tokyo. two thousand seven. I don't know how I missed that one. Uh, you oh, that I'm, s- I'm such a bad fan.
8: Okay, well, there was also one in there. It was. Um, it was a tie-in for the uh, the Watchmen.
9: Oh, Tales of the Black Freighter.
8: Yeah. Yes. Tales of the, so they,
7: I never did see that one. But to me, Watchmen. Well, it, well, to me, Watchmen isn't a part of the regular DC universe. But it's released under the same. It's under the record. same guys. Yes. So it yeah. still counts.
8: That's right. That's fine. Okay. If, so. we're,
7: if we're just chalking up numbers, yes, DC yeah. wins yeah. by oh. a landslide. <laughs> and actually, oh, yes, they,
9: the first five of the DC universe were, were Batman. Yep, They
7: didn't even take a break. Well, Batman, that's because Batman, Batman, Batman saw a huge uh, resurgence in his popularity in the 90s. Uh, the, the Mask of the Phantasm was a direct result coming off of the Batman animated series that was hugely popular. Yep, yep. And uh, actually, Mask of the Phantasm, as I recall, is the only one that you'll find on that list that had a theatrical release i would think you're right i think you're right i don't recall any other one actually seeing being seen in theaters
9: and as we were saying earlier i thought i'd seen one then i thought i'd seen two i've now seen three i did see mask of the (laughs) (laughs) Phantom.
8: the numbers (laughs) are rising growing so on the other side of the coin uh you have your marvel features um rob pointed out that uh Dracula? Marvel Marvel did a Dracula animated feature back in... 1980.
9: 1980. I didn't even see that when I was doing my research. And then... Oh, they did another one, too. Uh, Koyofu Densetsu. Uh, it's released under Marvel, but basically it's the Monster Frankenstein. It's oh, okay. Yeah. And so they're, they're almost like their anime wing kind of thing. Right. Alright. But like I said, that was 1980, and then 1981, and then Boom, 2006, where I think you're about to start.
8: Yeah, that's when the uh, the Avengers, Ultimate Avengers uh, 1 and 2 came out. Yep. And then they go right from that to Invincible Iron Man. And, like, with Marvel, they they went deep into the pool with a lot of their, their characters that they did. They just didn't rely on Batman and Superman.
9: Right. Well, they're not now allowed what? to because that would be copyright infringement. <laughs>
7: well no. <laughs> no t- now when yeah, when, were, when when did the ultimate Avengers come out two thousand six okay at that point, you know that the gears were already running for the beginnings of the Avengers movie that whole like not maybe not the the movie itself but the Iron Man. And that whole universe, the new cinematic universe—you yeah. know—the wheels were turning on that. So the animated features coming out when they did is obviously planting the seeds to get more fans, especially the younger fans, to come out to the, those main feature films.
9: So oh, they absolutely!
7: Did. They knew about it because X Men
9: had already been out.
7: Yep. At yeah. At that
9: point.
8: Yep. And and we like said they looking at the list, they go.
7: They even have uh, the next Avengers, the uh, the Avenger Kids. I love that movie. Yeah. It was phenomenal. Yeah. I've watched it. I don't know how many times. Yeah, the
8: that was a really good one. My personal favorite on the list is the uh, the Hulk
7: versus uh, series. I do like the Hulk versus Thor story better than the Wolverine one. Really? I like the Thor one. I just I thought the whole idea of Loki messing with uh, Hulk's head. And you know, kind of taking over the body and whatnot. But then Hulk getting mad enough to actually pick up the hammer. Yeah. To me, that's just. <laughs> I,
8: I was I was a uh, more of a fan of the uh, the Hulk versus Wolverine, one just because we got to see Deadpool being well, actually Deadpool.
7: Yes, there is that, and Deadpool was voiced by Nolan North, who some people may know. He's a huge voice actor, especially in video games right now. Uh, some of the hottest video games like Uncharted, um, Last of Us. He's got he does an appearance. He's one of the hottest voice actors in video games now.
8: Yeah,
7: and he did the voice of Deadpool in that.
8: He did a fantastic job. He I, 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 He, as far as I'm concerned, he like, the the guy that plays the Hulk uh, voices the Hulk will always be the Hulk. Same with the guy that did Deadpool. And
7: I said it was it was good stuff all the way around. So you're not. Looking forward to the announcement that the Deadpool movie is happening in 2016. Oh. oh. I heard that just today, actually. Someone mentioned it. Uh, there, there's a script, apparently, that's ready to go. Ryan Reynolds is going to do it. God damn it. He <laughs> Come on. He knocked the Wade Wilson part out in yeah, Wolverine Origins. He did. He was a fantastic
8: way. If, if they go back and let him be Wade Wilson... Instead of, what
7: the hell he that was? That wasn't him. Who Then who the hell was it? it Scott Atkins did the stunts for that. Well, dates <laughs> they, Yes, they, I admit that they messed up the Deadpool character in that movie, late in the movie. Yeah. That, that Deadpool is not the Deadpool we know and love. That's for sure. But... The movie that they're doing is going to be the deadpool that we know and love i would and honestly whether you like him or not in my opinion ryan reynolds is the only actor in hollywood today that can pull off the physique the physical action and the mouth especially the mouth ryan reynolds is one of the quickest witted actors in hollywood today okay i'll give you that (laughs) yes i win (laughs)
9: Well, Ooh, you're going to yeah hang your hat on that, pal. <laughs> he's <laughs> he's one the, of the quickest witted that has been written for. Absolutely. He ad-libs a lot of his stuff. Wow. Yeah, he does. That is true.
8: And we all know actors directors love when people
9: ad-lib stuff.
7: <laughs> um, you're still bitter.
9: As yeah, you, recall, you see
7: the whole Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool thing to me, for me started in Blade Trinity. I watched some behind-the-scenes stuff, and he talked about it in that, that he was talking with uh, David S. Goyer, who I believe was the producer on it, maybe even the director, I can't remember, Um, and they were at that point trying to get the Deadpool movie made. Ryan Reynolds is a huge Deadpool fan, so him getting to play Wade Wilson was a dream come true to start with, but in that same behind-the-scenes thing... 3 quarters of the lines other than the key key plot points that he says 3 quarters of Ryan Reynolds lines in Blade Trinity were ad-libbed. All
8: right. Well, they just if they if they let him do the Wade Wilson that he did, I'll be fine with that. And I'm sure
7: that's what they're going to do. They well, have got to.
8: They, well he, he's Deadpool's got such a uh, cult following right now, it, to mess with him is like uh, messing with Wolverine? Oh, never mind.
7: <laughs> <laughs> now I will say we should get back on the animated thing, but I will say because this whole Deadpool movie coming has got me thinking. I know we'll never see it in a live action format, but if you haven't read it yet, I can lend it to you. Deadpool kills the Marvel universe. It's a one shot. It is friggin' fantastic. It's funny. It's a little dark, but it's really funny and twisted. If they could pull that into an animated feature, it would be friggin' mind-blowing.
8: Well, I wonder, like, the uh, the storyline in the Deadpool video
7: game. Like, it, basically, it's like uh, Arkham Asylum Deadpool-ized. I, you know, I keep hearing about it. I've never seen the trailers. I've never seen any game footage. I don't know anybody who's played it. But I want it. <laughs> I, they
8: said they, they did... Uh, if you look on YouTube, you can find some of the Deadpool I, I stuff I have like to. That. One of
7: these days, I got to remember to do that. Yeah,
8: it it basically it's Arkham Asylum, that style of Batman free uh, sandbox game.
7: I'm playing Arkham oh, City like right that. now.
8: Yeah, so it's basically Deadpool running around doing Deadpool stuff, whereas it would be Batman doing
9: Batarangs. It's Deadpool shooting people in the face and swinging do-
7: swords. Yeah.
9: Wow, there's a lot of people in that game, too. Cable, Mr. Sinister, Wolverine, Rogue, Domino, Arclight. Wow.
7: That doesn't surprise me. He cross paths with a lot of people.
8: Yeah, they said Arclight. That's, I don't, it's, it, that's such, such a going deep into the well yeah. of the Marvel vaults trying to dig
9: up characters. Arclight. Pizza Guy's in it. Pizza Guy. Keith guy. Ferguson, he voices Pizza Guy. <laughs>
7: Already then.
9: And Chenny oh, yeah. right. so. Kirch voices Bikini Girl.
7: Oh, there okay. go. Hey, there's, a, there's a hero I can get behind. Bring me. up your,
9: <laughs> your Deadpool movie. I just realized one of the writers is actually one of the creators of Deadpool, Rob Layfield.
7: Really? really?
8: Yep. Rob
9: Layfield and Fabian Diziza.
7: Well, I, Interesting.
8: I wonder if he's actually going to have ankles this time. Probably not. He's going to have pouches. Yes, he's, if, yeah. if Layfield's involved, he's gonna have pouches. Yeah,
7: but my biggest concern with Layfield is don't let him handle the money. No, <laughs> <laughs> let's not go there. No, okay. party on the set. <laughs> so back to the animated features. Yes, the animated
8: features. Um, what? Since you've seen them all, both DC and Marvel, mm-hmm. I've seen. A good I
7: haven't seen um, in the Mar- on the Marvel side. I haven't seen their two latest: the Planet Hulk or the Thor: Tales of Asgard. I've Uh, seen those. Those, uh, those missed me somehow.
8: Yeah, I've seen those. So uh, we can fill in a lot of the gaps somewhere along the line. You, on the other hand, you just Uh, sit there and run the board.
9: I'm just here for sound. All right, that'll boy moral support. Yeah,
8: (laughs) yay! (laughs) So, what would you say would be your
9: favorite
7: cart comic book animated Uh, feature? See, and as with all our topics, well, okay. I can't pick a favorite. <laughs> and I know you can throw it, though. Okay, you have the DVD in front of which DVD you put putting in first. Yeah. Okay? But I can give you a top three.
8: Okay. That's our...
7: The Batman Dark Knight Returns, part one and two. It's mm. all one movie. Yeah, you have to watch it together. One. Yeah. Okay? It, which, to me, is best... The best Batman movie we'll ever see, probably, in our lifetimes. I agree. That... The next Avengers Heroes of Tomorrow... That's a good... That answer. story just blows me away. Yep. And Superman versus the Elite. That was a fun one, too. It, that. Was, it was original, and it got that really nice dark twist at the end. That yeah. Just, that took me by surprise, and I I just love how they did that.
8: Well, the... Uh, I've been finding a lot with the uh, the DC ones. They are aiming for... it. it Almost looks like an older crowd. They are definitely because they're not afraid to show the blood in, in the in the. They may not level. be
7: showing the actual graphic violence. They may not see actually happening, but you're seeing blood splatter. You're seeing blood dripping. Um, I, I watched would, Superman Unbound today for the first time. Yeah, and i I had to do a double take. Have you seen it? Yeah. When Brainiac, okay, spoilers, spoilers. Brainiac has, has bottled the city, part of uh, Metropolis, yep. and he's looking in the bottle, looking at the city, looking right at Lois Lane, who's on, who's inside the Daily Planet building, and she looks right up at him and gives him the double finger bird, yep. you know, the yep. double finger salute in a friggin' animated feature. <laughs> They they actually did that, and I know. Oh, it's just the fingers, but you know what? You just don't see that.
8: No, nope. the um, I would I would counter your saying where they don't show the graphic violence. Yeah. Um, Dark Knight Returns, when Joker and Batman were fighting in the tunnel of love. Yes, Joker shivs Batman six yeah. times, and they show the, okay. the arm motion, and they show the blood
7: flying that movie has to have the is the exception to the rule because they kept it so true to the original graphic novel that it they just had to go that deep but none of the other ones will do that oh i haven't seen uh, anything like that i thought we were going to the wonder woman one that was violent yes and that had some pretty graphic Uh, scenes in it too And in my opinion, Wonder Woman may be one of the most violent characters they have because she did something similar in the latest Justice League, Flashpoint Paradox. Yeah. With a kid. Yeah. A kid.
8: Yeah. That that Flashpoint Paradox one, the the, the latest Justice League one.
7: Wow! It just oh, came out. It's and it it is a good one. It's it's definitely a great show. That,
8: hmm. See, that's again you're gonna we fall back onto the uh, the difference between Marvel and DC is the power level of the people involved, mm-hmm. and it's just they're ridiculously overpowered in DC. Well, they're gods. They're yeah. They're they the only exception to the rule. There's a handful, okay? You go with, like, Green Arrow and Batman and stuff like that. Relatively human-looking people with no powers other than stuff like that. But
7: they still are head and shoulders above mere mortals. Oh, yeah. I actually... I'm, I've been out of touch with the comics, okay? Like, I've read a lot of the trades of their major story arcs over the last few years. All the Green Lantern, the Blackest Night stuff. I read all that. I haven't read the Flashpoint graphic novel yet. Um, so, I didn't see the source material. And that's the big thing DC's been doing with all their animated features. They're they're putting out these animated features on their major story arcs over the last few years. They're basically condensing them into a feature film format. And it's working. It, I, I, I would not... I w- or I, I'm getting tongue tied <laughs> I would be surprised If they have not seen a jump In readership to the actual comics Thanks to these feature films
9: Well one of the next ones Coming out Justice League War It's based on the first 52
7: The, the new 52? Yeah Yeah. Really? See, uh, that doesn't surprise me, because Flashpoint was the last story arc that led to the new 52.
9: Did I say the first 52?
7: Yeah, you did. I did, yeah. <laughs> well, there's
9: 52 first issues. Yeah. So <laughs> the, the next
7: 52. There we go. Yeah. Now, the, um, in the Flashpoint paradox, though, I, I, I chuckled. Because, again, like I said, I've been out of touch with the comics for the most part. But I know that uh, on a managerial standpoint, whatnot, That Jim Lee, one of the hottest artists who broke out in, the, I believe it was the 90s, is yep. when he really broke out.
9: Early nineties,
7: he uh, he's one of the founding fathers of Image Comics. He his brand in that was the Wildstorm Comics. Grifter, his, Grifter was in Flashpoint Paradox. That Grifter ble- was a character from Wildcats, a Wildstorm title that did get absolved into the DC universe. But mm-hmm. to see him in there. I'm, I had to do another double take. It's yeah. like, whoa.
8: I did the exact same thing when he popped up on screen and went,
7: oh, well that, there's
8: a little surprise for everybody that wasn't expecting that. He, and
7: I, to my knowledge, he's not a well-known character outside of the Wildstorm fans. I don't know. Maybe he's maybe he's grown and maybe they have been using him in D.C. lately. I, I haven't heard mention of him. No, well... He I, is in the DC Universe. Well, yeah, the whole Wildstorm lineup is there. Yep. But did, I haven't... Did he never jump seen... over
8: to the straight-up DC Universe?
7: Yep. Oh, well, there it is. I, I haven't seen him in any of the other features. Never seen any, any other Wildstorm characters. That's the first one I've seen pop up in the features.
8: Well, Jim Lee is now uh, he's he runs DC. Yeah, so he said he's going to stick with his uh, his baby, and then he's going to push it as hard as he can. <laughs> so like I said, which is completely understandable. Like I said, I don't you can't fault the guy for uh, wanting to push his uh, his stuff.
7: I'm just surprised it took this long. Yeah, because he's been there for quite a while now, as I recall.
8: So well, he like said he's a. Uh, yeah, figure it out. He's the boss. He can take his maybe, time. Maybe, do whatever yeah. he without, wants. maybe
7: he did it without them knowing. You just here, 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 just, just slipped this guy in.
8: Just Yeah, <laughs> some guy in the background <laughs> scene. Is that, like, well, like he a, went <laughs> to
7: one of the animators He quietly slipped him a $50 bill. Just, just <laughs> put him in it. But I should, yeah, that, or, I'm your boss. Yeah, that's what you're you said. You, 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 you can put grifter
8: in there, right? Put who and what? Okay, next. You're fired. You're yeah, fired. Hey, take, get rid of that. We
7: yeah. don't need that guy. Who, who's that blue beetle? Ah, get rid of him. Put put the red mask on him.
8: Nobody's heard of the blue
7: beetle. <laughs> I love blue beetle. Actually, um, booster gold. Because I used to, yep. I see, I used to play DC Universe Online, and I got such a kick out of the booster gold stuff, because. I don't know any of his superpowers. I don't know what he can do, but he just comes across as such an arrogant douche. Oh, he is. He's from from the future. He was a janitor in a superhero museum in the future
9: and uh, basically skipped up a whole bunch of toys from some of the future superheroes, hopped in Rip, what's-his-name's time machine there, and jumped back in time. And now he's a superhero now. That is... <laughs> that is one of the better origin stories. Yeah, <laughs> that that's phenomenal. <laughs> that's a completely original. I stole you know? a guy's suit
7: went back in time. I'm a hero! <laughs> <laughs> yep.
8: Well, okay, going back to... Um, back to topic. <laughs> uh, uh, Flashpoint Paradox. Yeah. Um, I was struck at how easily... like. I'm not a big dc fan and going back to the overpowerness um the flash there's such thing as a time barrier that the flash can break at will just by running fast and i just like whoa what what is going on
7: here see that's where i've been out of touch with it because i thought the only way he had anything to do with time travel it had something to do with some treadmill thing cosmic treadmill i thought that had something to do with the time travel, oh. but there was no mention of that at all in that film.
8: Nope. no, nope. They just said he ran fast and broke the time barrier, and
7: yeah. there he was. Yeah. Just don't say any more. Don't spoil
8: uh, no. <laughs> it. Said, said, if you're going to see it, you're going to see it. I remember yeah. just that. Yeah. It, like, it, was, it was just something, it, like, I'm so used to the Marvel Universe, and the closest thing that they have to in the Marvel Universe is uh, to... A god among men is a century.
7: I I don't even know
8: him. No, uh, he was he was actually he was supposed to be a uh, a spoof character, and somehow he managed to uh, take hold. And he's he was basically um, Marvel's answer to Superman, and he he was supposed to be like. The man with the power of a, a four billion exploding yeah. suns, or something like that, and then they saddle him with uh, agoraphobia and schizophrenia. <laughs> and they said, here, here's, the, right. <laughs> here, "Here's the here's the the most massively massively powered."
7: Uh, I seem to recall, and now take this for what it was I seem to recall a short-lived comic from Penthouse Comics. Back oh, in the 90s. Okay. Um, <laughs> never I never heard I, of it. I think it was called Slacker, I, but I could be wrong on the title. Well, all, I, all I, I remember hearing the premise is about a guy who basically was Superman, had basically all the same abilities and all that, but he never wanted to leave his couch. He'd rather just sit home and watch TV and eat Cheetos.
8: Oh, well, they said that,
7: that could quite possibly be one of the origins, but they said. And you mentioned, okay, he's supposed to be a spoof of of Superman. Yeah. Well, the guy we just, we already spent 20 minutes talking about was a direct spoof of a DC character, Deadpool. He was a carbon copy slash spoof of Deathstroke from Uh, DC. Oh, Hence the name Wade Wilson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Slade. Yeah, Slade Wilson. Yeah. See? He was originally a spoof. And then he... That's and that's I think why he's always been the sillier character. He's broken the fourth wall. Yeah, you know that. I think that's a big part of why Deadpool is the way he is.
8: Well, I remember ha- owning the uh, the comic book. The uh, X Force, I think it was. Yeah. Uh, where they introduced Deadpool,
7: and I think I might have that
8: too. Yeah, uh, he he was he was considered uh, a secondary character in the issue, and then. They said all the, the 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 big bad in the, that issue. Uh, I think it was called Gideon. As soon as that issue or in that storyline was done, gone. Never heard from again. Nothing. And then
7: Deadpool started and popping then, everywhere, everywhere. Oh
8: yeah, They said he's he's like second to Wolverine for uh, uh, guest appearances. You,
7: you, I've got to remember to bring you the Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe because his fights fights plural, with Wolverine are friggin' fantastic. Just the way what he says to him it, and uh, explains his real mutant ability, like yeah. Wolverine's real mutant ability, you're, you're, you're going to love it. Okay. You're going to love it. Well, I still like in the... Um, <laughs> speaking of interaction
8: between Wolverine and Deadpool, uh, the Hulk versus Wolverine is when, Wol- when Wolverine gets captured mm-hmm. and he's getting... He's back at Department H or whatever like that, and they're talking about. They said Wolverine's tied up, and Deadpool's ear goes, "Logan, buddy, I shot you." And it's just that's that's the antagonistic uh, relationship those two have, and that's He's it's a like bratty little brother. Oh yeah, that's exactly
7: it. The bratty little brother who could pretty much chop you into forty million pieces in oh, about thirty I, seconds. This
8: is said he, he shoves a grenade in the Hulk's mouth. He and he starts running down side by side with Wolverine, going, "Hey, we got this, buddy. We're we're pretty good." And all of a sudden, the the Hulk starts chasing him. Wolverine pretty much trips Wade Wilson and throws him back towards <laughs> the Hulk.
7: There he goes, smart guy. Yep, go play with the Green men. <laughs> yeah, like, like like you said a few weeks ago, Rob. You only have to be faster than little kids at camp. Exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. So,
8: so the um um. The animated ones. Now, what would you like to see? What would be your dream animated? Uh, if you could animate any storyline.
7: As I said before, the dark, the Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe. I, that would be a great ride.
9: Okay. What would you like to see? Mine? Uh, this is going to date me because of my
7: comic experience, but the Mutant Massacre. Ah, uh, that's a good one, too. From the X-Men. Uh, now, who was the, the main antagonist in that? Because I'm not sure if I actually read that arc.
9: Uh, uh, Mr. Sinister. Background, yeah, yeah. but uh, basically the Marauders. Okay, yeah, I yeah, yeah. you
7: know what that is. I came in just after that is when I started actually collecting. Honestly, because when so I did collected, I. when yeah. I collected hardcore in the '90s, I was almost a pure X title guy. I, I collected everybody anything was. with an X on it. I didn't. I wasn't a big fan of the any of the Avenger stuff. I stayed away from most DC. But Actually, the titles I was all over.
9: I'd be hard pressed because there's another story that I just loved, and it was uh, Spider-Man versus Wolverine. Ah, it was a one-shot.
8: Okay. Well, they said they they, uh, they they did the Marvel team up ones all the time, where basically is mistaken identity, heroes fight bad guys, laughing at them, and then they figure out their shit,
9: and then they uh,
8: go after the bad guy.
9: Yeah. Well, this one was completely different. I, I gather neither of you have read it.
7: No. Doesn't sound familiar at all.
9: Um, Basically, in this storyline, Spider-Man is uh, pegged by Jonah to go follow uh, Ned Leeds, who's one of the characters, over to Europe, who's doing a story. So they get over there, and it's during this story that Wolverine pops up, and Spider-Man himself finds out that Ned Leeds is the, the Hobgoblin. Okay. All right? But he also believes that the Hobgoblin is behind all this other stuff going on. Well, they end up finding Hobgoblin dead. Like, Ned Leeds was killed. Okay. And uh, one of the operatives that Wolverine used to work with, her name was Charlene, called her Charlie. Um, During this ruckus going on, she basically became injured and knew she wasn't going to make it. So instead of falling into, you know, the bad guy's hands, she snuck up on Spider-Man. Right? You know, triggered his spider sense, he spun around, crack, killed her. Ooh. Oh, because he hits, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said he. And uh, they had a nice story arc between him and Wolvie for the next few issues. Him, Spidey, trying wow. to overcome that. Oh, okay. Wow. And that's right. how I remember exactly when I started collecting because it was Web of Spider Man twenty nine, and it was the
7: issue after that with Wolvie and Spidey. I oh, okay. That does not sound familiar at all.
8: No, that's a that's a good. One. I think um, one of the ones I would have liked to see. Um, Made an animated with the uh, the Inferno. Oh yes, that the Inferno, the X crossover with uh, was it X Factor and the X Men? Like it was the uh, it was the the new generation X Men and uh, the old generation X Men as X Factor yep. with uh, Madeline Pryor as the uh, Demon Queen, the Demon Queen, or Goblin Queen. Yep. Sorry, yes. sorry. Yep. And then you'd have your the different demons coming in and the big climactic fight. Um, Jean Grey versus Madeline Pryor over the uh, over the clone son of uh, Scott Summers. Which, spoiler, is cable. Everybody knows <laughs> that. You I don't know. know that? Yes. <laughs> what are you doing? Ver- we're not spoiling anything. That no. storyline's been done.
7: <laughs> Again, there's a moratorium. I think after 20 years, I think it's safe. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's fair. Now, but now I, there's, uh, there is one arc that would make for a phenomenal feature, and I. but they'd probably have to do it multiple parts. But it's the type of thing that will never see the light of day because different parties own different parts. The Onslaught Saga, mm. which featured pretty much the entire Marvel Universe. So you'd have to get Disney to sign off for all the Avengers characters. You'd have to get Sony to sign off for the Fantastic Four because they were key. And then you'd have to get Fox to let him use the the X all the X people.
9: I'm not familiar with that one.
7: Uh, yeah, uh, yeah that, uh, that's on, uh, onslaught was like this ultimate villain. Um,
8: Magneto and Charles Xavier. It emerged. was
7: basically the evil psyche of Magneto had infected the mind of Charles Xavier. Oh my! Uh, and it, he became this character onslaught. This, he was so powerful that he knocked out the Juggernaut. Oh, wow. Yep. Not not only knocked him out, he mm-hmm. sent them flying for something like 50 miles.
9: See, now if you're going to get into a story arc like that, I'd love to see Civil War.
7: Yeah. See, yeah, I was out of comics at that point, but I heard that is a phenomenal Civil story War, arc.
8: Civil War was an amazing Now, crossover.
7: did that encompass like all the X titles and everything too? Or was that strictly on the Avengers side? It was the...
8: I think it was anything but the X books. Really, no. Technically, they, it crossed over the entire Marvel universe in the comic books. They did dabble in the X. Yeah, because there was a couple times where. Or, uh,
7: so they could probably do a version if they they could curb the X people out of it, and probably pull off a Civil War animated feature. Now
8: the question I'm, I'm thinking is: Okay, um, you've got the different parties own the different properties. Uh, now... That's Marvel's biggest problem. That's Marvel's... Yeah. Now, I'm thinking um, that's for live action, or, or is it the
7: likenesses, because... It's film rights. But,
8: but it, it's...
7: Yeah, you're right. It's, you're it's right. It's do, the film rights, do the film rights go, uh, carry over into the animated Animation. form? You're right.
8: Because you can still
7: have... I'm gonna say yes because it's they basically own the rights to those characters, in a film format and animated or not. That's still a film format.
8: Yeah, because I was, like I was thinking, like in in the print books and everything else, you can you can cross everybody over with everything, yep. and no problem that way. Now
7: Ooh, Marvel and DC did it.
8: Oh, absolutely, Twice, they do it all I the think. time. Yeah, they, they said they they they've been crossing over all the time. They said every, almost. 10 years and like I said it's almost like clockwork they do a, a, a multi-book crossover between uh, both companies but do I, like because of the animation like does that revert that's that's yeah. my
7: that question I've always that been would wondering be, like. yeah I don't I'd be interested to see who, who puts out like uh, is, it, is, there, is there not an X-Men cartoon running now Wolverine and the X-Men is that still running or is it done
8: I think it's done.
7: I think it's done. Because who, what network did that run on? Does anybody know? I didn't uh, watch it, so I don't know. It said a lot of that stuff was Cartoon Network. I know it's syndicated, so that might that might throw it off, but yeah, probably, give us an indication who maybe who's who's carrying
8: it. It probably started out on Fox someplace along the line. I know
7: the, all the 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 X Men animated series from the '90s was Fox. Yeah, that was fox over? kids I have the DVDs of that set got <laughs> we, it for Christmas we asked is it over it has one season oh two, 2009 really? <laughs> oh okay yeah, yeah it's Are, done. You're, All right. you're dealing with the syndication right there Whoops. Yep. <laughs> now um for another for on the DC side an arc that I am hoping that someday they'll do in an animated feature was a, uh, a trade paperback that I found at the library Emperor Joker
8: Emperor Joker.
7: Emperor Joker. The first, I'd say about half of it, was almost like a Looney Tunes cartoon Mm -hmm. with Superman trying to find out, figure out what's going on. (laughs) And then he finds out, and then it starts getting really dark and really twisted. The premise being that um, Mr. Mixes Pitlick, you know, the little gnome from the 99th dimension or whatever, he decided... How can I mess with Superman really bad? Because that's all he wants to do is mess with Superman. And he's, what if I give the Joker 2% of my power? (laughs) Well, he does that, but in something I can't remember exactly how, instead of giving him 2%, he gave him 98%. Mm. So the Joker basically took over all of reality. That's bad. That's bad. And the only person who knew it right away was Superman. Because Superman is Superman, and he's, he, he was able to – his mind was able to adapt and go, this isn't right. Yeah. And then so then he has to f- try and find all the heroes and get them to turn around because some of them are dead. Some of them are alive and blah, blah, blah. And it's when you when you find finally because you're through all this. Okay, it's Joker. Where's Batman? Where's Batman? Yep. When you finally find out what Joker has been doing to Batman – Oh my God. (laughs) I kind of just read about it. Yes. I want to see, I want to read this. Uh, I I don't know if they still have it. I'm assuming they would still have it. It's called emperor Joker. It is a phenomenal read. And if they could put that into an animated feature, that would, I I can almost guarantee it's going to go to the top of my list. All right. There you go. You
9: know, just back from reading again, uh, I used to read a book way back in the long ago called Sandman. I never
7: read any of that stuff. Oh,
9: that was the best book. That was the beginning
7: of the Vertigo line, wasn't
9: it? Yeah, one of the main titles. And uh, Preludes and Nocturnes, I believe, was the first eight episodes. Everything was done in arcs by Neil Gaiman. Yep. And that original arc is just incredible, especially with the art by Sam Keith. You know... He was one of the image guys, too. Yeah.
8: the um, One of the ones I'd like to see is uh, if, if we're going, like, independent stuff now. Um, uh, death by Gaiman. Um, where she, uh, death comes every now and again. She indulges herself by becoming human for a week or something like that and interacting with the... Uh, people yep. all around. i've never heard of that oh it's 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 no. a it's an i'll bring the book I'll, i've got the trade at home and like one of the trades anyways i'll bring that
9: in for you guys to you can see that take a look at in sandman his sister was deaf yeah and that i guess i'm sound it's like a different character no same same
7: character yeah yeah oh Yep. Oh,
9: okay it i'd want to read
7: that that'd be in his in his world right yeah well and then Neil Gaiman. <laughs> Neil Gaiman, the butler, in James Bob super groovy cartoon movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kevin there's Smith a, yeah. the first there, one. I, I one. didn't say it. I did not say his name, although Kevin Smith does do a brief cameo in See? Superman Doomsday. There we go. Yep. <laughs> Grump, grumpy man.
8: The, um, well, was there ever a, um, an image... Um,
7: Animated. I know. I think there was a Wildcats TV series for a while. I don't remember that, but I I want to say that there might have been a brief Youngblood, and by brief I mean like one episode, maybe. Was it Youngblood or I want to say Youngblood? I know. And then there was, of course, there was the uh, short-lived Spawn animated series. Yeah,
8: and then there was the um, uh, not Pitt, the um, the other guy um, Max. Max. There was, um,
7: I know there was a Max something. I never saw any of that.
8: I think there was an animated series on. I think it was like MTV or something like that. Way Which back that, in that would day. fit
7: their style. And looking at knowing Max's art style, that would fit MTV yeah. back in the day.
9: Yeah. Are you uh, talking about the Max the comic book? Yeah. Yeah,
7: yeah that was Sam Keith. Sam yeah, Keith's he did the, the Max, art. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I I didn't get too much into any. Uh, I, I got into some image, but not a lot. Well, that was that was back in the day where it was uh,
8: junk and penny bond speculation on covers of uh, books when everything was coming out. It was oh that was the boom period of the uh, comic books back in the day where everybody was buying every variant cover. Yeah, I got, I, mean, cover. I got sucked. I I got sucked
7: in all that. Oh, absolutely! It basically, it was a foot race you know, on you Wednesday. At, you know, like you look at um, when the X Men comic that started in the 90s and the number one issue was the first comic to ever sell a million copies and now just from listening to a certain other podcasts of that talk about the comic industry now they're really happy if they do what 50 to 100,000 is yeah. a really good number yeah.
9: <laughs> yes but if you also look at the value of that book it's, it's yeah. not worth as much as it was when no. it's sold. No, it's you not. Know. I know. I there have three five, of them. I think <laughs> there were five different could, covers. Yeah, I have all one of each. And then there was a sixth issue that had the foldout. I the have whole that picture. too. <laughs> yeah, The,
8: uh, the uh, what was it the uh, the shiny covers and the uh, oh yes the, the chromium covers and the I uh, like
7: the uh, like I have a um, uh, Lady Death. Number one issue. I got it. I won it in a contest. There's only 200 of this particular cover. I I can't remember the last time I looked at its value, but it it wasn't like a, a phenomenal number or anything like that. But there's only 200 of this particular cover, and no, it's, it's just all black. It, it was black onyx. It's just he, all black, but it's embossed, so you like see all like you see her shape and
9: everything. One of the big companies back then was Valiant. Yep. They had uh, man of war, uh, robot
7: Archer. And Armstrong. The Only Valiant comics I read was the death mate, the death mate special.
9: Yeah. I remember that. <laughs> I
8: remember waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting for the episodes or the issues yeah, to right. come out. Yeah. They
9: had solar. I think, what was his name? Um, Solar? Solar, Not Supreme, no. Something Man of the Atom, I remember that.
7: Yeah. Solar, Man of the Atom. That's That's it, yeah. Yeah. That was his name.
9: But uh, they were the ones that popularized those chromium covers. Turok, Dinosaur Hunter was another one that had it. But the funny thing about Valiant is they made their start as a small company, and it was by basically making comics based on a video game system. Yeah. If you look at their early books, Super Mario Brothers, Game Boy, Captain Valiant, and he has a little yeah. Nintendo Turok controller. Video game. <laughs> well, yes. Most things become <laughs> video games.
8: <laughs> yeah. That uh, said it was a crazy time back in the. Uh,
9: oh, yes.
7: I remember that there was a uh, Lady Death animated film. Yes. Yes. I a, do Lady remember Death that. Beyond yep. Heaven and Hell, I think it was called. Yep.
8: Well, I said we also have. I said speaking of the uh, animated features, we have the two Hellboy, uh, Blood and Steel, and uh, oh, what the hell's the other one? Um, Sword of Storms. Sword of Storms. Yep. Sword, yeah. And Blood and Steel, and I said it. I liked them. I, I, said they,
7: I liked them a lot.
8: Yeah. They said they they just rounded out the uh, the character a lot more. Yeah.
7: And the fact that they were they still got like pretty much all of the same people were still working on it. Yeah. That really helps a lot to carry it over. If you're a fan of the movies, the mm-hmm. animateds are still going to feel like home.
8: Yeah. Well, like I said the one of the things that we haven't touched on is, is because it, it's such a giant can of worms is uh, Japanese anime. <laughs> oh yeah. It's, it's like I'm not
7: even going to try and touch that. It's I, just uh, of the Actual, like, Japanese products. Yeah. Yeah, let's not go there. But Marvel did put out a line of animated, anime of uh, their 13-episode series.
8: Yep. Wolverine, Wolverine. Iron Man. Blade. And X-Men. And X-Men, Yep. And And they're all
7: they're all excellent.
8: Oh yeah, I said you can find. I think you can find all of those on Netflix. Yep. And I said just give them a watch, and it's it's done in the anime style. And I said if you're if you're familiar with that, it's such a smooth animation style.
9: See, when it comes to anime, it's like a giant ball in front of me, and I will just reach in. Pull out Akira and that's as far as I go.
7: <laughs> see, I only vaguely remember Akira. It's been so long since I've seen it, and my I know it's I know I should rewatch it just to see if it still holds the same. You're not allowed to leave I, till you do. I know it was visually pleasing, but I just remember it being like 45 minutes of just the one kid yelling, Tetsuo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's like a little bit of 45 minutes! <laughs> yeah. And I, I just... It, I, it lost me because of that. Now, I know... Um, Oh, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio was apparently trying for years to get a live-action film oh, based geez. on it, but I believe it's fallen gone because there's been Good. no word on that for a while. But I did hear recently that he was trying to get some other uh, classic anime feature being made into a feature film, and I, but I'm drawing a blank as to what what product that was. Um, I don't know if it's gonna. I don't know. If it'll
8: of the North Star.
7: No, that was already done. I know. That was terrible. <laughs> that was a live action. And anime Avatar. Oh. No. Ha, ha. I, I am not looking
9: forward to those. It's just looking back. Oh, okay. Oh, no, no, no. I did not mean Avatars and James Cameron. Oh. The Last Airbender. The Last uh, Airbender.
7: Uh, yeah. Yes. Yes. Thank okay. you, Shamalemalemalon.
9: Yes. Uh, it's a way to muddy the product.
8: Exactly.
7: <laughs> yeah.
8: But uh, even still, I'm not looking forward to those. No. The James Cameron <laughs> ones. I said, it's just it, visually, it's pretty, but story-wise, no. it, it, it's a weak story. It was
7: Pocahontas. Oh, absolutely.
9: Yeah. I said, it's, it's... Guy comes to the new world, falls in love with a native. Oh, people get upset, and then they live happily ever after. Yep. I it, it, it. that story's been done. Like I said, it's so familiar.
8: Yep. Like it's, it's formulaic, and you just go like,
9: all right, how about something original? How do we fancy it up? Blue people. Blue people. Yeah. Look at nope. all this 3D crap. That's been done, Smurfs. We'll make them bigger. Yeah.
7: <laughs> stretch With tails. But put them in with a tails. taffy puller. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> we'll give them tails with little things. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. And then they stick their tail things into the friggin' bird thing. and See, isn't that, Wasn't that
9: bestiality?
7: Exactly.
8: Well, yeah.
7: they use that for sex. And
9: then they turn around and stick it in their horse, stick it in their bird. Oh my God. No <laughs> shame in those cat people at all. They're <sighs> you know, just putting it in whatever <laughs> they want.
7: <sighs> oh boy. Yeah, <laughs>
9: don't mess with their tree, I'll tell you. Yeah.
7: <laughs> now, you said you were going to fill in some holes. Planet Hulk. Planet Hulk. Planet yeah. Hulk. How was it?
8: I liked it. Um, if you're familiar with the uh, the comic book, it's um, basically the Hulk is tricked onto a uh, uh, spaceship by the. It's called the Illuminati inside the Marvel universe. Okay. The Illuminati consisted of Reed Richards, Tony Stark, uh, Professor Xavier, Namor, and uh, Black Bolt. He didn't say much. No, that's good. That's why they had to bring Xavier in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, what's he thinking? <laughs> exactly. That's about it. So
7: uh, Xavier is just a translator.
8: For all intents and purposes, yes.
9: <laughs> Black Bolt thinks we shouldn't do that. Yeah. I I think <laughs> Black Bolt's wrong, but <laughs> anyways. Oh my god. What? It's, it's like Raj and Wallowitz. <laughs> no, I'm not telling him that. <laughs>
7: not anymore. <laughs> Not anymore. Well, oh, yeah, that's, that's right. true. He, he finally, finally broke got that, over didn't it, did Yep. All right. So. Anyway. Anyways, <laughs> they, they, they tricked the
8: Hulk onto this uh, satellite. They said it's malfunctioning, and only the Hulk can uh, fix this satellite. So the Hulk gets up there, and instead of just saying, <laughs> sucker and shooting them off into outer space. They uh, go on a big long exposition about, Oh, we're doing this for your own good. We're sending you to a planet out in the middle of a different universe where there's nothing going to be there and you can always be alone. And the satellite slash spaceship malfunction as it rockets off into outer space. And the Hulk is trash in the place as he's uh, apt to do. And eventually it crash lands on this planet. Krypton. Nope. <laughs> How's that gonna happen? It blow it up, remember?
9: That's right. He's on hot. Okay,
8: new Krypton. New oh new Krypton. Krypton two. Hoth. Yeah.
7: Hoth. <laughs> yeah, new Krypton. Where the where Superman put the city of Kandor and Superman Unbound.
8: Uh, that's right.
7: Yeah, Yeah. I I do want to talk about Unbound. I know we're getting kind of long, but (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, (laughs) Hulk Smash Wampa.
8: (laughs) (laughs) So, the Hulk lands on this planet and it comes around that he can be hurt. It's a different different thing. So, the the main dictator bad guy slaps a, a control disc on him and they train him to be a gladiator and. They're running through all these different things, becoming a gladiator. And um, in the comic book, they have uh, the, the the level three boss that he has to fight at the end is uh, Silver Surfer. How they manage to control Silver Surfer is not explained, but that's neither here nor there. Now, in the animated feature, they went deep into the pile and pulled out a character that nobody saw coming. They pulled Beta Ray Bill.
7: What? Um, Isn't that the horse-faced Thor dude? You (laughs) got (laughs) us. They pulled that guy out. Then they slapped uh, an
8: obedience disc on him, and they said, go fight the Hulk and his buddies. So somewhere along the line, the... uh, Hulk manages to break the uh, the the obedience disc on Beta Ray Bill, and Beta Ray Bill frees out frees all the uh, the gladiators, and they start fighting. And there's a big resistance uh, battle against the uh, the uh, the ruling class, and Hulk and his buddies are the uh, the avenging heroes, and they basically.
7: So Hulk is a freedom fighter. The
8: Hulk is a freedom fighter. And then at the end of it, the uh, Hulk overthrows the uh, the main bad guy, and they crown him King of Forever on this planet. And then, knowing that, oh yeah, there's and <laughs> then. So he marries the uh, uh, one of the uh, the queen, the former queen, and um, she gets pregnant. The uh, spaceship. Yeah, I know. I could. I can hear your eyes rolling over here. You're making my head hurt. I, I didn't <laughs> write this stuff. I'm just telling you what. So in in the book, the uh, the spaceship that uh, that uh, the the Marvel Illuminati sent the Hulk on explodes, and like there's a core breach or something like that. Uh, ooh, sound effects!
9: Yeah. This, like a foley artist over there. So, <laughs> so, Michael Winslow, is that you? <laughs> I don't know what, I'm getting bored. I'm making noises. <laughs> well, thanks for
8: my uh, no selling my storytelling. Uh, I'm helping you. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, the spaceship blows up, and this triggers the uh,
7: World War Hulk storyline. Okay. So, is it a worth a watch? Yeah. It is. Yeah, I like it. You, you, you did make my head hurt, but well, uh, okay. I didn't
8: write it. I'm uh,
7: just, I'm giving you the elevator I, I pitch. Will, back on the uh, what could make a good animated feature. I do have. Uh, I again, I wasn't a huge like Hulk fan or anything, but I did pick up uh, classic Future Imperfect oh. story arc of Hulk, it, where the Hulk gets sent into the future. Yep and I the the that. world was uh under a conqueror by the name of the maestro, maestro. the yeah. maestro was the future version of himself yep. that's right it right. was a With the great beard. yeah yes. it was a great story and i that could make a decent feature well
8: didn't they have um well wasn't that part of uh, one of the uh, avengers storyline or nec- new no the the next avengers was uh ultron right
7: ultron yeah yeah, but you did see the Hulk with gray hair, but it, well, he wasn't Maestro. Well, okay, they didn't call him Maestro, but... He didn't have the intellect. Uh, he was still okay. the rampaging Hulk. Uh, okay. The strongest version. Hulk smash. Hulk oh, it, smash. It, I'm telling you, that next Avengers, it's it's fun. All right. When they get him into the fight, and then Ultron knocks him out. And then the, the son of Ant, Giant Man and the Wasp... It's his task to wake the Hulk up <laughs> while everybody else is holding off these giant iron Avengers, these giant robot versions of the Avengers. They're, yep. they're trying to hold them off. So this little kid, and he's like the little bratty kid. He's the youngest one of the bunch. And he's sitting in Hulk's ear, and he's like, he 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 said, you're blah, blah, blah. you, you, you got to get up. You can't let him do that. He said, you're not strong. <clears throat> Hulk gets up just Beats the hell out of Ultron, rips him in half, rips him in half, and then walks up to the kid. Don't sting me no more. <laughs> he, when he first well, first got him to change, he just went in and, in like wasps form, little form, and just kept stinging him. Just poke, 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 poke. Gotcha. <laughs> so you got big Hulk coming up to this little kid. Don't sting me no more. <laughs>
9: I just found out uh, Justice League Par- uh, Paradox Flashpoint Paradox. Yep. yep. They actually have a uh, end of credits f- frame. Oh they do. Did you watch after the no, credits? No, I didn't. After the credits a Boom Tube opens. Oh no. Uh-oh. And a whole bunch of stuff comes out. Ooh. Which apparently I didn't catch that either. This is a lead-in for War to Justice League War, which ah, is obviously okay. Side And yep. Batman's going to have two more additions to the movie roster. Yeah. Uh, Son of Batman. Yes. And Arkham. Assault on Arkham. Assault on Arkham.
8: Yep. Animated? Yep.
9: Yes. Hmm.
8: Yep. Uh, uh, 2014. And yep. there's one more. Oh, yeah. The Justice League War. Yep. That coming. Uh, there's uh, one of the ones from Marvel that hasn't come out yet, but I think it's... it's um, um, Iron Man and Hulk, uh, Heroes United. Uh, Heroes United. I don't know if it's out yet. Uh, is, I it, don't believe so. Yeah. So no. it, I think it's it, from what I read. It's it's got a, a 2013 release and that, date. That
7: sounds like it's uh, it's going to be kind of a take on their di- demographic from the Avengers movie. Yeah. How close Banner and Stark really became. Yeah. That uh, they must be playing. I'm thinking they got to be playing on that.
8: Yeah, I can see that. And I see that it, 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 the
7: way they, they were playing on that with Planet Hulk, if Stark was one of the ones that send him away. Yeah. Well, you're too no. dangerous. Get the hell out. Yeah. Well, they, see, they figured I, it out.
9: I find their Ultimate Universe, especially in Marvel, that's the movie universe. Yeah, it is. You yeah. know, because in there, Nick Fury is Sam Jackson. Yeah. yeah. You know, <laughs> it's not Nick Fury. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> Sam Jackson. But they have another one too. Uh, Big Hero Six. That comes out in 2014, but it's through Walt Disney Animation Studios. Must be an anthology or something. I'm not.
7: Or is it a new? Sure. Is it a new product?
8: Oh, I said I've, I said I saw that when I was doing my research, but I never never heard or read anything about it, so I wasn't quite sure what it was. But I just thought maybe it was a a, a project
9: that, that didn't take off or something that they were thinking about doing, but. Apparently, it's a Marvel Comics superhero team. The name of them is Big Hero 6. It's going to be a 3D computer-animated superhero film by Walt Disney. Huh. Huh. Directed by Don Hall. And let me see here. Big Big Hero 6 will be the first Disney animated production to feature Marvel characters uh, since Walt Disney's uh, acquisition of them in 2009. The film will be released November 7th, 2014.
7: So, Big Hero Six. You gotta wonder who they're gonna be. You want to think Big Hero. It's gonna be big guys like Hulk and who else? Big characters. Well, you
8: you said you go with Hulk, Captain America, Iron Man. That's like the big three hitters for uh, on the Avengers for Marvel
9: on the Avengers side. Thor. This is Thor. Thor, This is sounding more anime. Set in the fictional metropolis city San Fransokyo. Big, big Hero yeah. 6 will be centered Sick. on a young progeny named Hiro Hamada and his self-created uh, robot Bi-Max.
7: Anime, yeah. Both of whom yeah. uncover a criminal
9: plot and must join a team of inexperienced crime fighters. So, it's superheroes meet kick-ax. Kick-Ass. Oh, <laughs> sounds, all right. sounds like. Yeah. More, yeah.
7: more big giant robots. Damn you, <laughs> Pacific Rim. Uh-huh. <laughs> robots are freaking now, everywhere. Um, Superman Unbound, because I finally watched it. Yeah. It was good. To me, it wasn't great. And the thing that that bugged me, there's a a couple things about it. For one, the art style was a little bit different than what the other ones were. Yeah. And I didn't quite like it as much. It wasn't quite as appealing to me. I found, and I noticed this with some of the uh, earlier ones, uh, like the Superman, uh, Batman, Public Enemies. And there was another one that came out shortly after that. Apocalypse. Yep. they seem to be kind of following each other, but they're out of order. Like, in Unbound, Superman and Lois Lane are still, like Clark Kent and Lois Lane are still secretly dating. But yet, in... uh, And versus the Elite, they were public. Yep. People knew. So, it's uh, like... That bugs me that there's no continuity. And just on little things like that, that the continuity isn't there.
8: See, that's where Marvel has them beat. They have... Marvel has a has a plan in place. It's it's laid out. You got your live action features and you got your your animated features as well, and they're going to follow
9: whatever they're going to they follow. follow a
8: timeline. So that's uh that's what they're going to do. And I, I don't think DC has that vision. That's why you don't see
9: their No, they're pumping out a lot of stuff, but there's no direct timeline. No. And movies are movies. Well, yeah. They will do whatever they want with them. Look let's, at let's, Angels and Demons. And the Da Vinci Code. Never saw but, either one. You read the novels, Angels and Demons is first, Da Vinci Code second. Never read them either. Yeah, go by the movies. <laughs> da Vinci Codes first, followed by Angels
8: and Demons. Well, we said you look at the uh, the myth, mythical trio uh, trilogy of Star Wars. I said he started. <laughs> uh, careful, he said, careful. He started started at four. Well, yeah.
7: So, you know. I said no one is here, I, I, Because I wanted to laugh, I watched the first Family Guy Star Wars, the oh, Blue Harvest. Blue Harvest. I rewatched that just today. <laughs> and uh, this is the story of Star Wars. Let's start with part four. Yeah.
9: <laughs> you want to watch fun, fan film? You have to watch Troopers. Yeah, that's good. You mean Troops? Troop. Is it Troops or Troopers? I thought it was Troopers. Are you talking
7: what? the fanfic? The film film that's yes. uh, basically cops. Yeah. It's troops.
9: Really, troops. I okay. always thought, I thought it, it was troopers. Troopers. Yeah. troops. Troops.
7: Yeah. That that is a good one. It is fun. I do have the classic, probably the first Star Wars parody, Hardware Wars. Oh, <laughs> oh yes. I have that. I know it's just a trailer, but oh man, <laughs> I have the uh, ex- the special edition VHS. Uh huh. They also
9: had Thumb Wars at one point too. I never saw that one. Oh my! <laughs>
7: Sadly, uh, I just, have. Uh, to finish on Superman, Unbound though. Oh yes. Um, Let's get
9: back to our <laughs> topic. <laughs> yeah, I know,
7: I know. Um, again, okay, the art style, the 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 how they don't really follow the t- a timeline kind of bugged me. But uh, there was just something about the feel of the movie. It just it didn't feel right, and when okay. Again, spoilers. (laughs) When he's already shrunk, when Brainiac has shrunk the city of Metropolis. And then, okay, so he's got Superman saves the day, blah, blah, blah. He's got the city. He's got it in the bottle. He goes back to the crater. Looks like he pulls a pull tab on the top of the the bottle. And the city re-enlarges back. And back into its place
8: Perfectly Of course Perfectly Perfectly but positioned the
7: style of it To me I'm not Pop. kidding I know I'm not kidding It looked like a pop-up book
8: Yeah Well You oh. said
7: I heard it I, I had issue That could have been done A hell of a lot better for me
8: Well that was the end of the movie They are probably running out of money uh, Maybe End time End time Come but, on Bob We gotta finish this movie <laughs> I'm drawing I I They've done the Superman versus Brainiac to death, but they said it, it, it felt like yet again, another origin story because all it, it, it just felt like another
7: origin story. I will say I did like the take on Supergirl. Yeah, that was, I cool. really liked their take on her. I liked how they're having the teenage angst yeah. with the, all the superpowers. That yep. was really cool. Especially how Lois Lane was describing it at the beginning. So I really, I I, I did enjoy that part of it. Uh, But it wasn't, it's definitely not in my top list. No,
9: I didn't mean to mess you up there, Jay. I just got excited. I've seen four. I just realized I saw Batman (laughs) Beyond Return of the Joker with the virus Joker. Yes, I remember that one. And Mark Hamill was the Joker. Yep. Yep. All right, boys. I said, said it looks like
8: we're we're pushing uh, another record here for a special that was uh, not supposed to be.
7: Quite as uh but you know we can't, and we we I know we deviate off topic, but we we stuck to the topic. We really did discuss yep. it. Hopefully, we uh, got we gave you your fill there, Andre. Well, <laughs> see,
8: this is this is one of the parts of the uh, doing these podcasts. What I really like is taking a fan request and doing what we did, and like I said the more you give us the more we can give back to uh, everybody else so if anybody listening has suggestions hit up the email it's at mm-hmm. the movie madhouse at gmail.com send a suggestion we'll do our do our level best to uh, fulfill that uh, that request
7: uh, now, this was a vocal request by it was somebody, also... it's a, and uh, we can't take it seriously, but uh, somebody did ask uh, when we're going to step into the porn, oh. the porn, porn side <laughs> of things, but uh, I said, no, that, we, we kind of try to keep it family-friendly. Considering <laughs>
9: this is a non-visual medium. Yeah. <laughs> I know,
7: I know. I, yeah, that,
9: again, like what he said. It just Not to r- say I couldn't discuss it, though.
3: Oh, no.
8: <laughs> so they're, they said, Discussing porn is just, I don't know, kind of defeats the purpose, I think. Yeah, a
7: little bit.
9: And you know what? Maybe 25 years ago, we could have done a show like this on porn because back then they had stories and plots. Yeah. Now it's 10-minute clips on the internet, and it's hard to critique a
7: 10-minute clip. I don't know. I was pretty riveted by the uh, Fair Abraham well, video. Oh,
9: don't. <laughs> <laughs> just Stop. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note On that
8: note Alright uh, So we're not going to do plugs or anything like that But we are going to tell you where to find us You can find us on Facebook uh, Just got to search for the movie Madhouse on Facebook Where else can they find us? Uh, the Stitcher Radio app Mm-hmm on uh, iTunes. iTunes, yeah. Um, you can also, if you really want to look for us, you just go to uh, themoviemadhouse.com and that'll shoot you over to the Libsyn account and you can la- listen to the latest episodes. Or you can also listen to uh, the uh, the back catalog. And
9: yeah. if for some reason you can't find us on Facebook, send us an email and we'll add you to the group. Absolutely.
7: Uh, absolutely.
9: Oh, um, I, I, I do have to
8: take this time now to thank the fans for taking the time to actually listen to us babble on and on and on and on about uh, the movies um, all I gotta say right now especially in Canada uh, we have every province except British Columbia and the three territories listening to us so those Colombians. I don't know what's going on. Oh, I, Sorry. I,
7: British <laughs> Columbians. Let me rephrase that. Come on, BC. Get in the game.
8: Yep. So if you know anybody that lives in British Columbia and they like movies, tell them to uh, give us a link. And I
9: know I personally want to send a shout out to that one fella in the UK. That one yes. person
7: over there listening to us. Whoever you are, drop us a that, line.
9: Send us an email. Also, I
8: think this would kind of be surprised as looking at the stats today just to see
7: what's what uh we have a listener in saudi arabia of all really yeah (laughs) tell your friends yes and you know what you as well drop us a line the movie madhouse at gmail.com let us hear what you think Absolutely, uh, so I think yeah we better wrap it up here, boys. <laughs> what are we at? Three <laughs> so, hours? Yeah, we're, we're, we're oh, there. We're two fifty nine. We're good. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. All
8: right, so I think we're gonna wrap it up. This was a a special edition of the movie Madhouse for uh, for Mike, Jason, and Rob. We'll talk to you
9: next week. See ya. Bye.
1: All right, and we're back, and those guys are hysterical. Like I said. And this was just them starting out, you know, the first month, because I believe they started out in um, June, if I remember right. Uh, let's see. I believe it was June. So, you know, these guys were fairly fresh to podcasting, but they've they've been funny as hell right out of the gate. So that was their special on animated and comic book features. And that concludes our roughly three-hour run for Flashback Fridays. So I am your narrator. Thank you for joining me in the Wayback Machine this week. Come back next week, and we're going to pull some more, uh, three more podcasts to enjoy here, only on Flashback Fridays. Good night, and have a great week.